player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 100 of the 2 player co-op podcast. As always, I want your host here Kevin, along with my brother from my mother show one. How we doing? Fantastic. What's up to everybody in the chat? Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Hey, here's episode 100. Yeah, I mean... Never thought we'd make it. I didn't no. think we'd make it to 50. We didn't think we'd make it to five. Cheers to all you out there. Cheers. To, that's the only reason we're here is all you, so... Cheers to... Slancha. To 100. Cheers to 500 subs. Uh, thank you, obviously, to all our subs, and if any of the the late subs that helped us get to 500 are here, thanks to you as well. Yep. Thanks, to everybody. Glad to be here. Episode 100. How are we doing? Pretty good. Sunday night, if you're not watching this live, we're recording on a Sunday night here at the White Residence of the Sean variation. Uh, had a good weekend. Oh, this is not... What? <sighs> don't don't just let the OCD go, man. What? I just... I don't know. I don't like this. I'm not centered and it's bothering me. The table's... But the table's centered on that. Why does it look... Are you looking at my head compared to your head? No, look at the table on the shot. Look at the table compared to the fireplace. But the table's centered on the fireplace here. Whatever. That's fine. We'll never get through this. Uh, so anyways. That's fine. Episode 100. Sean. Yes, sir. Before we get into everything else. Oh, yeah. First off, just before I forget, like Sean said, shout out to the 500 subs. Thank you all so much for getting us there. Uh no, he's not, Jason. I'm not going to let yeah, him spend might be an OCD. No more. Uh, you should just move the camera out of there so you can't even see it. That's um, nah, fine. Sean broke my heart and went to go see Thor. Yes. And he hasn't told me anything about it because he knows Batman vs. Superman is a better movie. So I'm going to get his thoughts right now. Sean, you saw Thor. I did. And? I enjoyed the crap out of it. I'm torn because to me, I would say it's funny because I was going to say this and you asked me yesterday and I refused to give an answer. It is top five, but probably number five Marvel movie in some order. It's probably civil war, winter soldier, guardians, Spider-Man. Oh God. Avengers. I don't think it's top five. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Know. It was it was really good, and I just don't really care that much about Thor. Well, here's I guess the yes, best way does I can know that Nick. He's just lying to himself. The best way that I can think to put it is that it was a very very fun movie, and not I'm not trying to say it wasn't good in saying that it was fun, but it was, was it just, inconsequential? Um. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I just didn't care. Like, I think I saw the first one, didn't really, I mean, it was okay. I just didn't really care. I never saw the second one. I saw, like, bits and pieces of it when I would, like, stumble across it on TV. But this was just fun. Um, Which is what a lot of people are saying about Justice League. Full reviews come out in a couple of days, but right now everybody's saying flawed, but very fun movie, better than Batman vs. Superman. I don't know how that's possible. Here's the thing. I know it's a small sample size, and I know you're going to hate on me for saying this, 
Marvel has it down pat in terms of the... Of making the same movie every time they make a Marvel movie? In terms of the comedic aspect of it. it there were several times where I, was, I wasn't like guffawing and doubled over in laughter, but like genuine laughter from this movie. Just stupid little thing. But like, it just seems like they've got it right and it's... It doesn't see. It seems like DC, and I'm thinking there wasn't. Well, Wonder Woman was better. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just messed up because I'm purely thinking about Batman versus Superman, which is an okay movie. Well, and you could lump Man of Steel in there too. It, it was a great movie. It was, but there, was, but there Man was no of Steel, humor. there was no humor. None. Batman versus Superman. It all just seemed very the Kate. forced. Sure, you. Wonder Woman, the stuff with um, when Wonder Woman like. That came off flawlessly, I think. Yeah, and, and so I'll and backtrack a little. Chris bit. Pine's maybe, secretary or whatever. Right. All the interactions with that her, yeah. that all worked well. So maybe I am just basing it too much on Batman versus Superman. But um, wow, really? Eighty percent of the movie's dialogue was ad libbed. That's crazy. Nick's, um, in, Nick's in the chat talking smack, saying DC wishes they could make the same movie over and over again. I would argue a lot of people would say Here's they the have, thing. and they're just making crappy movies over and over again. You'll never admit it. Well, you'll never get to admit it because you'll never see Thor. No, I just don't care. It's the two no, least just, other than just, Hawkeye, the I know. two least interesting characters in all of Marvel. It's just, and that's why I never cared about a Thor movie until now. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I still don't care. I mean, I found myself caring more as the movie went on, but still, it was just a really good movie. I'm gonna guess, and I'm not even talking about critics, whatever. I'm gonna. As much as I want Justice League to be good and be very, very good, it won't be rated. As I high. wouldn't be surprised if Thor is a better movie. I don't doubt that. Just because everybody's and drinking, I'm not saying critics. They're all drinking. The I'm not saying Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just saying for me personally, and probably a majority of people. But I don't know. It was. I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. That being said, yesterday morning, James does say that they made him interesting in this movie. Maybe, but I just. Yeah. I, I'm like. I don't know. I'm just well, the, deni- the I'm dynamic with like Hulk and Thor was awesome. Like he was Hulk for, well, I guess for the time he's in it, he's probably Hulk sixty forty compared to Banner. But like they actually make Hulk entertaining now. Like he talks, like he you know, like obviously very very broken English, Hulk like, smash, right, that kind of stuff. But like the the dynamic that it just it just worked. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. Um, but so yesterday morning, just cause I woke up early and there was nothing on TV. I fired up civil war on Netflix. That is probably my favorite Marvel movie. Better than winter soldier. Better I like it. Spidey. I like it better than winter soldier. Spider-Man. I'd have to see again. I think civil war watching civil war again. When I saw Tom Holland, I'm like, Oh God, I forgot how perfect he is as Spider-Man. I don't know. It's, I think I, I if gun to my head, I'll say Civil War is probably my favorite. I'd say Winter Soldier, then Spidey, then probably the Avengers, and then Civil War. And Civil War, it is the same movie as Batman versus Superman, just with some jokes. They did it a lot better. I mean, that's your opinion. It's a lot of people's opinions. <laughs> it's not a fact, though. It's an opinion. Oh, uh, the other thing I want to ask, how was the Goldblum in it? Oh, that was the other thing. I didn't really care for it going into it. I'm like, why? That just seems weird. Why is he in it? He, I wouldn't say he stole the show, but every scene he was, he was perfect. He was peak Goldblum. Like, 
it was I didn't think it was gonna work. His character in the grand scheme of things is kinda inconsequential. I wouldn't right. say he was only there for comedic relief. I mean his character needed to be in it, but knowing nothing about the character before and still not really knowing much about him, I thought Goldblum was an odd casting choice, but he killed it. He was I mean, he was basically in Malcolm. He was just he was normal he was just Jeff Goldblum. Like, well you know there's a theory out there that Jurassic Park and Independence Day take place in the same universe. And that he is the same person, just going like under an alias or something like that. Because he says, you must go faster, must go faster. Like certain <laughs> things like that. Like it's just because he's Goldblum in every movie that he's in. Exactly. That's why, but it's out there. All right, well, no, whatever. Was awesome. I'm happy for you and happy for all the Marvel fans. You got your stupid movie that's good and whatever. <clears throat> We're now just five days away from Justice League. Yep. I'm not as nervous as I was. I'm not looking forward to it as much as I was Batman vs. Superman, though. I still say that. Even though this is looking like it's going to be a better movie, Batman vs. Superman, no matter how it ended up, was my most anticipated movie of all time. Now, and I still say it had the best movie trailer I've ever seen. That first one at Comic-Con in, in 15 were the first one where you see Bruce running, running into, into the, the yeah. rubble and the way the music swells and everything. I, I was in tears watching it. Not, so, not joking at all. Are the you, movie didn't live up to that trailer. Are you less, uh, what was the word used? Interested, excited, looking, excited, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. About this, because you're keeping those in check, or just genuinely, it just you're excited, but it'll never reach Batman versus. It'll Superman. never reach Batman fighting Superman and not okay. knowing how it's going to go. And right. this is still like Steppenwolf's going to invade. They're going to beat him. Superman's going to come back. Aquaman's going to be awesome. Flash is going to be awesome, and hopefully Affleck isn't done playing Batman. You know, well, hopefully Gal isn't done playing Wonder Woman. <laughs> that either. won't happen. I don't think so either. But that won't happen. <sighs> so I'm I'm excited. We're, we'll have our we'll have a review up for that. It might not be till Friday or early Saturday. I'm not sure when we're going to get to go yet. Um, but we'll have a review up for Justice League because that is deserving of a two player co op review, and Thor is not. Well, Thor would be if. Both of us saw it, but nope. I'm gonna be that guy. Uh, the other thing I just want to touch on real quick. I don't really know how I feel about this. A new Star Wars trilogy was announced that will have nothing to do with the Skywalkers. They're also going to be doing a live action. It's not a cartoon. A live action TV sh- Star Wars show on Disney's streaming service. I I think we are. You can have too much of a good thing. I think we're there. We still thing. shouldn't I just be getting like also like we shouldn't be getting the Han Solo movie. I do not care anything. No. D- Donald Glover is going to be awesome as Lando. Yeah. I want the only reason I care about that movie at all is to see him play Lando because it will be awesome. But I would rather have a Lando movie than a Han Solo movie. Um, the only thing, love I you agree. too, Nick. We'll see you, man. I think we're we've reached the saturation point with Star Wars. Like, just. And the original was great. The next trilogy, not so much. And now it's like, okay, let's try it again. And now they've got it. Now they're like, oh, okay, well, let's do as much of it as we can. The only thing I'll I'm say, glad that the cart the car- the show is live action and not cartoon. But at the same time, like I enjoy obviously basically everything about the MCU. I think I've seen every movie. Well, I, n- I guess I never saw Incredible Hulk, which technically was. And that's I also so dumb that that's in the universe. That's yeah. dumb. And then I also didn't see Ant Man, which I want to. I just I just haven't yet. And I've heard it's 
it's good. But I just can't, I don't care about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter or Luke Cage. or I don't care about any of the shows, and I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I know. I just don't. But it, I think that's just something about TV... I mean, it's like, like well, even it's like, like Gotham. I, love, I feel like I would probably love Gotham, yeah, but now I'm so far behind, it. I just can't. I, I watched when it first started. I watched like the first three or four episodes, and I was like, "This is." It feels like they're just going to shoehorn everything in here, and I feel like they have. I know yeah. Jerome was awesome as Joker, and he did the whole cut your face the, the the face cut off. He didn't cut his face off like Joker did in the comics, but his face got cut off, and they showed that on Fox. I don't know how they do that on basic cable, but it looks good and everything. But it's just like it's just forced, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, again, and it's I basically, love, it's DC following in Marvel's footsteps by, hey, let's go ahead and go from the film universe into the, the television. But then you got Arrow and Flash and stuff, and I love DC, but I don't watch those shows. Arrow's are other ones good. that are supposed to be fantastic, and I just don't. I just don't. Same thing with Daredevil on Netflix. Everybody loves it. I just yeah, don't I care. I can't bring myself to watch. I actually did watch one episode of it. Didn't hook me, and then that was that was it. I moved on. Agreed. Jessica Jones, yeah, that's the other one. Iron Fist. I just kind of, yeah, I just, I don't care. Well, here we are. We're talking about superheroes again. But Star Wars. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to care about Oh, yeah, a I TV forgot show. we were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to care. I'm more excited about a new trilogy than I am the TV show, but. I, uh, but I'm excited, but I, I guess, I don't but I'm need like, it. Ooh, yeah. It just seems like. <sighs> I don't know. We so we don't even know like the timeline, like where I know it's none of the characters we know. No, we it, have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good, but <sighs> episode seven was fantastic. Rogue One was fantastic. Rogue episode One had eight, no Skywalkers. I had to. I had to do one of these. Yeah, during the trailer, during Thor, but I'm sure it'll be good. I don't care about Han Solo, and now that I don't care about Han, I mean, I never really cared about the Han Solo movie. I'm equally like don't care about this new trilogy. Even though these other three, the last three have been fantastic, I'm thinking I don't care about Han Solo, and that's how I feel like I'm going to feel about the new trilogy, and even more so the TV show. The only thing I'll say is that if they're putting Ryan Johnson in charge of this whole new trilogy, that means they really like what he did with Episode Eight. Right. That's Yeah, that's a good sign. So, All right. What have you been playing this week, Sean? How many moons you got? I don't think I have many more than 250. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm. You have to be at 250 because you went to the... Oh, is that how many I needed yeah. to get there? Oh, okay. I bought a bunch. I think I bought <laughs> I think I think bought a few. I thought there I was a finite 30. number of moons in this game, but apparently that's not the case. There's a fi- There's 833 that, you can, that you can find, and then you, just, you can buy up to 999. I just assumed you could buy one in every world. Like that's that was, was one of the moons you could find. On the first playthrough, I think that's how it was. Oh, Before okay. you beat the game. Then when you go back, you can buy them in multiples of 10. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm at I think I'm at two fifty three maybe because I think I got exactly two fifty and then I went and did what you do and the thing that you can do after you get two fifty the thing that I stopped no spoilers to do. yeah yeah so you get a multi moon for that so I think I'm probably around two fifty three you only get one multi moon for getting through that well you get you don't that get like and you a twenty four moon no but you get a new like outfit and stuff it's just kind of a it's just a badge yeah, of honor basically um, so I've been playing some Mario. Uh, oh, you played a game for Pardon the Gamer. Right? Uh, yeah, so I also played what I thought was called Jidge, J-Y-D-G-E. Apparently, it's still pronounced Judge. Um, 
I don't get it. I don't know if it's just a weird thing that the game wants to do to just be different. So there's nothing in there about doublespeak or anything about the U not showing up? Not that I've seen. I mean, okay. it's a game, like I said in my review over at Pardon the Gamer. Shout out to John Bernard, John Bernardo, as always. I don't think this is a kind of game that anybody plays for the story. I don't really care what the story is. It's just like a, it's a typical... You're basically like Robocop or Judge Dredd. You just go in and you, you just kill people and you and clean up hostages. the city. Yeah, exactly. It's that kind of thing. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's a fun game. I don't want to give too much away because you should just go read the review instead. But I like it a lot. It's something that I could see coming back to just, I don't know what else to play. Oh, I'll pick that up. That is the perfect kind of Switch game where you can just pick it up, play it for a little bit and be done and not feel like, it's so overwhelming that I can't even bring myself to get into it again. I'm assuming but the it's levels also are like pretty can, short. Yeah, you can yeah. beat a level in two minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's um, perfect for Switch. And then, or yeah, Vita. It's, it's just constantly auto-saving. So when you're done, you just, oh, I'm done. I just put it down and I'm done. I don't need to go find a save or find, you know, it's just, it's fun. I like it a lot. Um, but I think that's it. Yeah, mostly Mario and then Judge. Um, Judge. Judge. Yeah, I think that's it. What about you? Oh, I know you've been playing. I played some more Mario, got some more moons. I got to the thing that we don't want to talk about because we don't want to spoil anything on here. Um, but uh, it's fun. I, I'm Mario, I'm going to keep going back to it for a while, I think. It's just so much fun getting the moons, even though, like I said in our quote-unquote review last week when we talked about it, even if I never got back and went for more moons and did all that other stuff, I still, it feels like it's a solid 9 out of 10 for me. I loved this game. Absolutely loved it. I've backtracked a little bit on my plans of getting every single moon in this game. Well, like, good. I do think it's doable, but at the same time, like, even in, like, the, what's the world? The Cap Cap World. Cap Kingdom. Cap Kingdom. All that fog, There's man. not much there. And I'll look at the map. That was the other thing that threw me for a loop. Well... Have you you've gone back to the other world, the, the boxes and all that? Huh? Have you gone? Oh to, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> all that does it shows you locations of the new ones, but not the old ones. But not right. the old ones. So so you still got to find them. On your but own. even the yeah. ones that it does give me the location for, I'm like I'm standing right there. I'm like looking around for something to do. I'm like, what what could this possibly be? Like even the ones where it tells you the location, there is still a lot. Shout out to Murphy. Shout out to Murphy. Um, there's still a lot that I just don't know where they are. I mean, it certainly seems more yeah. realistic of being able to do that than finding all the stupid seeds in Zelda. It's, yeah. But but since there's no, um, again, not that I really care that much about trophies, but I have no desire to just get every moon just to say I got every moon yeah. and look it up online to find a, I mean, what's the point? Right. So right. I'm either going to do it myself or I'll never do it. But yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be a fun challenge. I'd like to still try to do it, but God, I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. The other thing I've been playing, I jumped into, I didn't get to play as much as I wanted. Just been busy this week, but Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. And good Lord, I had forgotten how beautiful this game is. Especially with all this snow and everything. This game is just beautiful. I, I probably only put in two hours. I played like one night in it. But it all comes back to you. It is nice. So I think to get this quest unlock, even if you, you just, obviously you buy it and stuff, you have to be level 30, I think, for it to unlock. It's good because I've only ran across one of the new robot dinosaurs, the Scorcher. I think there's like three or four new ones. 
Uh, luckily, I've got the awesome armor that basically is just like almost invincibility at this point, you know? Um, so that makes it easier, but it's just like I love that the gameplay loop of you walk into an area, you turn on your focus, you find the enemies, you look at the weak points, you see if they're weak to fire or if they're weak to ice or if you can corrupt them or do whatever, and then you just you, you plot out how you're going to fight them. You look at the tracks. It's just so much fun. This game, <clears throat> it's going to be tough for me to pick game of the year this year. I thought it was a no-brainer around March 3rd. Yeah. And then after I got through that and I went back to Horizon, I'm like, man, I'm still anxious to see Zelda's DLC. Hopefully it'll come out this year. I'm still not sold. But man, Horizon is just Horizon. It is ama- It's only an 89 on Metacritic. 89 is pretty dang good. Right. But I don't know how this isn't mid-90s. I'm not saying it's like 100 out of 100, but it should be pretty damn high. It should be higher than an 89. It's yeah. It should be at least a ninety. I feel like ninety is kind of like the. It's one point, but to me, it makes. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's a game. I definitely want to play it at some point, but it just seems overwhelming to get back into it. I just don't know if I have it in me right now. Maybe after Christmas, I will. But yeah, I definitely want to at some point for sure. It's awesome. Ten out of ten would recommend. I really would rate this game a ten out of ten. I think I've said that before. All right, you want to get the news of the week? Sure. We don't have a lot to get through. We're going to kind of roll through this. And the whole point of episode 100, uh, if you didn't see the hype video, which was expertly uh, edited by me and was just the most fun video we've ever filmed to get a minute and a half of footage out of it. That was a lot of fun. So much fun. So episode 100 is all about y'all. Y'all send in questions. If you have any other questions that you haven't sent in, put them in the chat. Sean will make a note. And we'll get to them here in a little bit because that's going to be the main part of the show. But first, let's get through the news of the week. GTA V is officially the best-selling game of all time in the U.S. They have now sold $85 million across the world. All right, I think that's shipped. So it might not be quite that much yet. But they did confirm, Take-Two confirmed, that GTA V is the best-selling game in the history of the U.S. on their investor call. So that's cool, but that's not what I want to talk about. Take-Two also talked about something else on their investor call, which is concerning, but I'm going to try to not make too much a big deal out of it, but let's just see here. Microtransactions. So Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said this on their investor call, quote, we aim to have recurrent consumer spending opportunities for every title that we put out at this company. It may not always be an online model. It probably won't always be a virtual virtual currency model, but there will be some ability to engage in an ongoing basis with our titles after release across the board. Do you know what that translates to, Sean? What's that, Kevin? They're putting microtransactions in every single game that Take-Two publishes. Yeah. So 42% of GTA's income is from microtransactions. And really, the only microtransactions they have in GTA is for GTA Online. It's the shark cards. So if you want to spend, it's either ninety or hundred dollars. You can get eight million dollars in GTA money. And people do it because, like the Batmobile, I think probably costs like three million dollars or something that they just put out. Yeah, you can grind and you can do heists and you can do races and transform races and all this other stuff that's new <clears throat> to try to grind and get that money. 
Or you screw it. Just just give me eight million dollars, whatever, and get your Batmobile. That being said, and and I guess there's been a lot of microtransactions in NBA 2K. If anybody's in the chat that knows about NBA 2K this year, I've heard there's a lot going on with the microtransactions there, and they're not good. I don't really mind this type of microtransactions because it's like this compared to like Destiny 2 where it's like, oh, you want to wear the cool uh, blue shield on your left shoulder? Give us five bucks. I'm just making, I don't know that that's like how it really works, but yeah. Okay. So Christian said there's a bunch of the new 2K. Um, This is more like, hey, if you want to go get that Batmobile and you just need $8 million so you can buy it, here you go. Or go play online, have fun with your friends, go do races, do heists, do all this other stuff so you can earn the money. They, they don't have, a, now, I, I can say this because when the game first came out and I put my 350 hours into it, they had all these ways to just easily make money by duplicating cars and selling them for $200,000 a pop over and over and over and over again. They got rid of all that now. So now if you want that money, you have to either pay for it or you have to really grind for it. Sean. How concerned are you about microtransactions going forward in Take-Two? And what does this mean for Red Dead? If you want a horse with a like a, a like a gold saddle, it's going to be $20 or something. So I just don't know. My thoughts on microtransactions. I don't mind them in general. My experience with them, for the most part, is in stupid, like, iOS games. Those are the ones I don't like because it seems like it's, yeah, you can play for free or you can pay a lot of money and just be way, 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 way better than everybody else. I hate that crap. Pay to win. But if it's just, oh, you want to you wanna unlock this new costume? Yeah, pay us some money. You can have it. Yeah, I don't care. People that want to spend money on that, knock yourselves out. I'm not going to do it, but, but when if you, you want to, go right. ahead. Yeah. But the games where you reward the people who spend the most money and making them, you know, therefore better at the game or making the game easier for them or giving them some kind of, some kind of advantage because they paid you more money, that's the crap I hate. I just that's just stupid. Pay to win should not exist. I agree. Period. Yes. But if it's just to unlock new costumes and stuff, yeah, whatever. If people want to spend money, let them. But well, then I the, won't. The other thing, like now, Call of Duty World War II, again, guys, correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't played it, but what I've read and Yong Ye has reported on and stuff that uh, loot boxes just, you're, on, you're storming the beaches of Normandy and a loot box drops and you have to watch somebody open it. So they're making you see, here's this loot box that you could pay Two ninety nine for whatever it is to get X something that's in it. They make you watch this. This is remember how there's this thing going around about how uh, Activision had a patent for microtransactions, and they said, "Oh no, 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 it was just something we were trying." And blah blah blah. But now they're like, the game is forcing you to watch loot boxes open that you can pay for. Well, that's that's stupid. that's where it starts to get kind of weird and kind of shady. Yeah, James. Legal Engines does it right. I've never played, but I've heard that it's all new skins and costumes. Yeah, yeah, that you kind do of that stuff. Right. I'm fine with. If it's not giving you an advantage for deciding to spend more money, then yeah, whatever. Or like, I didn't buy it this year because the wrestling games have been the same for the last 15 years. Right. NBA or WWE 2K 
you can go through and do all the stuff to unlock all the wrestlers, or you can just pay five dollars and you just unlock every wrestler. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I will do that. I do that every time when I buy the game. I'm like, just do it. I'm not. I just want to play. As, I don't. I, I want to play as Shawn Michaels. I don't want to have to do a million other things and to get to play as Shawn Michaels. No, I want to play Shawn Michaels. Here's right, me. man. So, pay to win is bad. Everything else, we don't really care. Basically. So this past week, EA bought Respawn, which is really weird, um, because EA. Just shut down Visceral Games. Visceral Games was working on a Star Wars game. So now EA, which EA was the pub. This is why it's weird. Because I was confused when I read this at first. I was like, I thought they already owned Respawn. Because EA put out Titanfall. Well, EA was the publisher for Respawn, but they didn't own them. Now they put a ring on it, and it's official. They own them. Yeah. Titanfall 3 was announced. And Respawn has a Star Wars game coming out also. I think we all we already knew that, but we don't know what it is. So I wonder if this means that like and, and if you read Jason Schreier's reporting about the um the, the visceral Star Wars game. Yeah, I, I know how bad my fantasy score is. Thank you, CBS app. By the way, I just noticed <coughs> Terry had Robert Woods on his bench. Thank God. He picked him up and didn't start him? He dropped he had forty two points sitting on his bench. That's a shame. That's a shame. Shout out to Terry. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I just think it's weird. It, it, if you worked at Visceral Games and you're seeing this news, that has to suck. Yeah. Like, you just laid 100 people off, and now you're buying Respawn and bringing them into the fold. Yeah. I just think it sucks. I don't know anything about their Star Wars game. We'll see. EA probably thinks it's better than what Amy Hennig was working on, but we will see how it comes. There's a new Hitman game coming in 2018 from the IO blog post. And if you know, remember, Square Enix got rid of IO Interactive. Yeah. They bought the rights to Hitman. And there's a new game coming out in 2018. Quote, one last thing about our next Hitman game. I want to let you know that we're making great progress and we have exciting new features and some franchise firsts, which we can't wait to tell you all about. You have to wait a little longer, as we don't plan to start talking about that until some point in 2018. You've never played any of the Hitman games. I have not. If we ever bring back the So You Think You Can Dance challenge, <laughs> so you call yourself a gamer, I just want to let you know I am challenging you with Hitman Blood Money. You just have to dig your PS2 out and play it. It is, <clears throat> it is the pinnacle of Hitman on PS2. On PS2. It's better than Absolution on PS3. I'd only played a little bit of Hitman 2016. I didn't like the episodic format. I hope they get away from that, but I'm guessing they won't because it's easier to put out one episode. It's cheap. It's more cost effective, I guess, than putting out, you know, a 40-hour <coughs> game that takes you 3 years to make, you know, but Right. I think you would like it a lot. Hitman Blood Money is it was on my top 75 games of all time list and I think it's the best Hitman has ever been. And what was that like the Third one? It went Hitman, Hitman 2 Silent Assassin, Hitman Contracts, and then Hitman Blood Money. So okay. it was the fourth. Fourth. Yeah. That's, it's definitely a... Oh, it's a, there's actually there's a PS3 collection. Uh, that th This is what was so weird about Blood Money. Sorry to cut you off. It came out on PS2 and the 360, not the original Xbox. So the 360 got like an HD version, but it didn't come out on PS3 until they put out a PS3 Hitman... Uh, remaster collection, which was 
silent assassin contracts and blood money. Isn't that, that weird? Is strange. Um, no, it's it's right up there. What's the other one? Assassin's Creed. Yeah, these are two large and successful video game series that I've completely missed out on. That I I'm thought you were going to sure, say in charge. That I'm sure I would enjoy, but like we've talked about in here many times, my backlog is growing way quicker than I will ever be. It's just I can't I can't make up any ground. I can't. So at this point, maybe that's the answer is I just choose one if it's Blood Money and if Hitman. If you're going to play one, whatever the, Blood Money. Yes. Whatever the Assassin's Creed equivalent would be. Maybe It'd I'd probably be Assassin's Creed 2. Or, play well, one a lot of people say Black Flag's the best. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's that's the compromise there. Just pick, try to pick the best one from a series and just say, okay, well, at least now I've experienced it, but... No, I, I'm sure I would like it. There's no doubt in my mind. Especially if I just play the best one from the series. I know I'm going to like it, but I just I just don't know. I don't know when it's going to happen at this point. It's not the best controlling. It takes some getting used to. But when you do, it's just there's so many ways to <laughs> carry out your assassination. Right. You know? There's, oh, it's just so much fun. And, and yeah, Blood Money is the best it's ever been. So I'm looking forward to see what Hitman 2018 is. At some point, okay, so Jason says Black Flag or 3 if you're going to play one Assassin's Creed game. Black Flag or 3. Okay. 3 is the one that's in the uh, American Revolution. The Revolution. Yeah. That one, That one I think, that has interests the best me setting. the yeah. most. Yeah. I have that. I've just never played it. Really? Jim, shout PS3? out to Jim. Yeah. I've got it sitting up there. I just never played it. Hmm. A few other quick notes here. Telltale... Games laid off 25% of its staff. That sucks. They just put out the the new Guardians. Uh, and then James says, don't play 3. See, that's the thing. I've heard <laughs> from most people that 3 is horrible, that it had like the best setting, but something about it just did not work like 2 and Black Flag and others. But I don't know. You guys can fight in the chat. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Telltale Games laid off 25% of their staff. That sucks. That is horrible. Yep. Um. I still think at some point this year before the end of the year I'll I'll get around to playing through Batman. I'm just not I'm just not Yeah, Derek. Oh, Derek's here. What's up, Derek? He wanted to like 3 so badly. See, that that's what I hear from most people is that 3 best setting, but it just did not work. Right. So anyways, Telltale laid off 25% of their staff. You you keep hearing from like guys like Schreier that keep saying like the video game industry is not sustainable. And you keep seeing like okay, <clears throat> Goodbye, Visceral Games, and Telltale's laying off all these people. And it's like when you put so you have to put so many millions of dollars into these games. Like I, I understand why they do microtransactions. That's the other thing I forgot to say at the beginning. I get yeah. it. You yeah. got to have the money coming in. I get it, but man, it sucks. I, I just <clears throat> fifteen years from now, I don't know if we're still playing games on video game consoles. I just don't know. I sure hope so. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. The tell. I mean. It's obviously, it, it sucks and all, but I just really, I was into the Telltale Batman when I first got it. And then by the end of it, I'm just like, eh. I don't know. I Somewhere around probably episode three, <clears throat> I think. Maybe even two. It may not even been that far in. 
something happened. I don't remember what. Maybe it's just gradually as we were both playing through it and talking and what happened to me and what happened to you that eventually it was just like, okay, it's choose your own adventure, but it's not. You Everything still end kind up with of the same outcome, yeah. Like spoiler alert if you haven't played through Telltale Batman one, season one, whatever you want to call it. Like Harvey's gonna be there. You're gonna have the same interaction with him. Is he gonna look like Whether Harvey or yeah. is he gonna look like Two Face? Like that's the only way that that's the only thing that your actions really determine. And once that kind of clicked, I'm like, I'm not determining anything. It's all gonna play out basically the same way. Which it kind of has to. I mean, you can't. It would be almost impossible to make a video game that just has almost infinite branches Tendrils, in terms of yeah possible you know endings and resolutions and whatnot. And that kind of takes all the fun out. Once you kind of realize that, I'm just like, at this point, I'm more or less watching a movie. It's almost like playing yeah. what was the game like Dragon's Lair or something. <laughs> like it's just you know quick what time events and just like let's see what happens. And I mean, the story was good. It was different. But it was it was fun to watch a play out. But I almost I could have just watched that play out. I didn't need to. Well, I better hit up now. I better hit X now. Like I just I didn't need that. I don't know. Yeah, and Derek's bringing up in the chat how long it's going to take to unlock all the different heroes and villains in Star Wars. So they had said that they were changing the way loot boxes and microtransactions work. They really didn't, which really disappoints me. But the boys are looking forward to it for sure. How long is it going to take to unlock all the hero and villains characters? Ugh. I'm so torn on that game. It just looks beautiful. Gorgeous, yes. But it's just, I don't know, oddly enough, we'll touch on this subject later. I don't know that it's a game that I would really enjoy. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's a first-person shooter. I just don't know. I really want to like the game, and it just looks beautiful. But, God, I just don't know. I'm, I'm really torn on it. But you guys are getting it, so I'll at least play it there and then... I mean, the first one was fun, but it's not. It, I didn't enjoy it enough to run out and get it myself. I think if I play two when you get it, I think I'll know within twenty minutes of playing it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I need. This I want to do this right exactly. Now. Yeah. Quick note here: Derek Connolly is now signed on to write the Metal Gear Solid movie. I don't know how many times I've I've heard about a different writer is going to be Metal writing Gear a movie. Solid movie. He wrote Jurassic World. I love Jurassic World. Logan apparently didn't. Uh, I don't know that. It, I, I don't think it had the best screenwriting. So I don't know what that really. I don't know how Jurassic World's <laughs> style of writing translates to Metal Gear Solid. I, again, that, that movie's never coming out anyway. No, so I, was I don't even say, know why I care. But yeah, I don't think we ever see it. Last few notes here are all about sales numbers. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's not even out yet, officially. And it sold 20 million copies. It's an early access, and 20 million people have bought that game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I cannot... Oh, God, it just needs to come to... Oh, it just needs to come to PlayStation sooner than later, so I don't have to buy an Xbox. I want to play that game so badly. I do not have a gaming PC. My MacBook See, that can't seems, run it, period. That's the kind of game, Jason, that... I would have loved and I would have played the crap out of, I'm dating myself here, but about 15 years ago when we were doing like our LAN parties and stuff. On your Pentium 480. Like I would, 
I would have loved this game, but now it's like, I mean, unless, unless I have it and you have it and Jason has it and Brent has it or any of our new friends through two player co-op, like if I'm not playing with people that I know, like I don't want to play this game with strangers. Like that's not fun to me. I don't get, that is my biggest issue with all these like first person shooter, basically multiplayer only games is if I'm not playing it with people that I know, what it's not fun to just play with strangers. It's just, it doesn't do it for me. I'm sure a lot of people are totally fine with it. Doesn't do it for me. If I could play this game with a bunch of people that like I know, if I could play this game with just friends, I would love this game. But it's just, I don't know. I have no desire to play this game and just go online and play with random people. I really want to play it. Derek says I could build a PC. You're right. I could. It's just not with my life situation. It's just not. I don't have anywhere to put it, first of all. But it will be child solid <laughs> and it probably will be a kid like again uncharted's going to be kid drake it's so stupid nothing against tom holland but he is not nathan drake he's not no i like him a lot but that that doesn't work for me also assassin's creed origins has doubled in the launch weekend it doubled the sales of a crass assassin's creed syndicate that's good see you don't have to put out these games every year Go Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. And I'll play the Watch Dogs, and other people can play the Assassin's Creed. But it doubled the sales of Syndicate, which is awesome. Call of Duty World War II doubled the launch sales of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. And then they, they touted this stat, which I hate. It's so stupid. Uh, okay. This makes me so this. mad. In the first three days, three days of sales, Logan's here. I told I know you he'd tired. be here. Man, you are a trooper, dude. I thought you'd be asleep. Logan, Kevin said he wouldn't be here, but I said he would definitely be Shout here. Shout out to Logan and Rational Passions, raising money for those big, beautiful kids, hanging out with Greg Miller over the weekend. Logan, I'm sure you've got crazy stories to tell, and we'll, we'll get into that sometime. <clears throat> Good point, James. James, you're really – no, y'all are going to do this again. So James says, Tom Holland doesn't strike me as a mass murderer type. I am so sick of this. I'm not even getting into it. I'm not falling for the trap this time. Drake is not a mass murderer. He's killing people well, that are trying to is. kill him. People are trying to kill him, so he kills them first. Period. Nathan Drake is not a mass murderer. He's killing a bunch of people. Stop. It's self-defense. I'm not, but by definition, he is a mass murderer. That's Murphy. He's fine. He sounds like a crying He's baby. He's killing multiple people. He's therefore He's a mess. He's killing murder. Independent George. His reasons are okay, but he is by definition a mess. Anyways, murder. this is the stat that makes me so annoyed about Call of Duty World War II because I've seen this happen with video games before and I think it's so dumb. They tout that they have sold, they accounted for over $500 million in revenue in the first three days, which they say is higher than Thor and Wonder Woman combined in their opening weekends. You're talking about a $60 game that's like $120 if you get the Collector's Legacy Edition, whatever, versus a movie that's like $12 per ticket. Why do you compare this stuff? At night. If you go during the day, it's like $10 on average. Why the hell? That's stupid. Thanks, James. I'm glad you got your reaction. (laughs) This this stat is so stupid. They did this with Metal Gear Solid 5 also. It is. I was wondering. I'm looking at your your rundown here. And that's why I wrote, this is dumb. Well, I was wondering what you meant. I'm like, 
I didn't realize they were touting that stat. I thought you were like, I don't like that this game did better than no. But yeah, it's stupid for them to. Win. No movie could. No movie will ever sell five hundred million dollars until inflation is so ridiculously out, ridiculously out of control. No movie will ever make five hundred million dollars in one weekend. Right. I don't care what it is. It will no, never stupid. happen. It's this apples stat and oranges. It's so not even apples and oranges. Stupid. It's like apples and milk. Pianos. Like piano. It has nothing. It's just it's stupid. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. Very, very dumb. <sighs> I'm glad we agree. All right. That's it for the news of the week. Shout out to Wiseacre Brewery, by the way. Shout out to Wiseacre. They Memphis make a brewery. mean double IPA. Adjective animal. It's Wild fantastic. turkey. Silly um, goose. Raging raven. Solid snake. Gray, did you say gray goose? Gray goose. Oh, no, you said wild turkey, and then I, I said, said silly turkey. goose. Gray goose. <clears throat> it's true. Everything follows the formula of adjective animal. It just does. It's very refreshing. It's very refreshing. All right, let's get to the audience question segment of the podcast. This is what episode 100 is about. It's all about you guys. If you've got any questions you haven't got in and you're in the chat right now, go ahead and hit us up. we got a few from the audience members, and we're going to run through them now. Episode 100, all about the fans. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for getting us to 100 episodes and 500 subscribers. First comes from our buddy, Kevin Demo, or Dem- Demo. He's got a good name. You all right over there? That was a verp. That was a verp. Hold it Ugh, down, buddy. Not good. Ugh. Congrats on hitting episode 100. I want to send in a question for you guys if you get to it. What do you think are the most important things you've learned about podcasting slash creating gaming content since you started the podcast? Are there any things you're still working on or find yourselves having to be careful to do or not do while recording? Thanks and good luck with the next 100 episodes. Thank you, Kevin, for writing in. Um, I wrote down a couple of notes here. Logan, see you later, buddy. <coughs> Thanks for dropping in. Congrats. You guys are doing good work there. Have fun. Thanks, Logan. And then get some sleep. Watch it on Wednesday. You, you, you deserve your rest, buddy. Some of the notes I wrote down here. Okay, I, Simon. All right. Cliff Notes, what was the question again? Because I was reading Logan's thing. Basically what, just, what have we what have learned? You learned? Okay. Yeah. I cannot stop clearing my throat when I'm on the podcast. You, you see know, go you like know what I learned about you? Is you say M M and you say um, um and you say um is that what it see, is? See, I haven't no I mean that's what you said. I haven't noticed that. Well, that's one of the things but I wrote say, down here is blah, 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 M M <laughs> M M my god. M my god. But like the ums is one thing. They, if you take any public speaking class, they tell you don't say um. Um and uh and yeah. Oh, I'm terrible with that. It, it's just it's just you get to the end of a thought and you don't want to just have dead air, so you say um or well, uh, it's just something you do. I try not to. I try to be so conscious of it. I know I do it. I clear my throat like crazy on these podcasts. I don't know why. That I haven't noticed. But now that you mention it, I. Can I th- kind of. I think it's because I talk more on this podcast than I do most of the rest of the day because I'm at work. I'm just sitting in front of my computer, you know. So it's like right, and it gets to itchy, and I got to clear it, whatever. But that's one of the things I'm now. I get, <clears throat> now I'm conscious of it. I have to do it. Um, swearing or the lack thereof. No, oh, no, no. no okay. I'm saying, I was gonna say you're pretty. We. When I started this podcast, I said, I want this to be PG. I want my kids to be able to watch it. I want other kids, because go back. If you never watched our This Is Us episode of the Friday show, whatever it was that we called it, was one of the things that I always loved about Kind of Funny was like 
Colin's knowledge of gaming. And he did this Let's Play series where it's Teaching Tuesdays. He'd teach you how to play Mega Man 2, Castlevania 1. I can't remember what some of the other games were, but it was so cool. And I was like, these are some of the games I grew up on, and this guy knows how to beat it. He knows he knows everything to do and whatever. But I'm like, I can't have my kids watch this because every other word's an F-bomb and, and everything. Like, So we always try to keep it clean. I don't have the cleanest mouth in the world. That's one thing I have personally struggled with uh, is keeping it clean. The other thing is just... This is tough. Just doing all of this. This is not... It's. You think you just sit down and you record and it's whatever. And that is, that's true. But there's a lot more that goes into it. Especially before we got some decent equipment. Like we got the, the Zoom H6. We got new microphones and all that other stuff. But it is... This, it, it's just... This is a lot of work. I When you think of guys like kind of funny and i mean logan's not in the chat anymore but irrational passions and everything they're doing over there like it's a lot of work it is tough to do this and the other thing that kind of goes off of that is youtube algorithms good lord i can't figure them out like we paste we post a wwe 2k 16 let's play the week it comes out and it goes off like gangbusters (laughs) even though even though YouTube took all this background sound out of it so we wouldn't get copyright strikes and it's just like right. nothing is synced. Production value-wise, that's probably bottom the two worst or three videos that we've ever And it's posted. over 33,000 views now. Rational Passions. Did I say it wrong, Logan? Did I say it I don't know. I thought I said Irrational Passions. I thought you did, but you probably didn't. If he's um, calling you out, you didn't. Sorry, Logan. I thought I said Irrational Passions. I might have said Irrational Podcast. Maybe that's what I said. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's just tough. It is a lot of work. Um, but yeah, and that's the other thing is that like, so then WWE 2K blows up and then, so we're like, okay, well let's do, like I did that one hour playthrough of Resident Evil 7 thinking that would blow up because the first hour of it is freaking amazing. And it was right after it came out, like 40 views, like, like Mario Kart Deluxe comes out eh, a few hundred views. And then like randomly like six, seven hundred people wanted to watch Shovel Knight co-op I'm like why why do you want to I, I just I can't figure out how and, and that can be frustrating is how you get like balancing the content we want to make with what y'all want to watch oh he's just giving a shout out okay I was just okay. oh. <laughs> um, it, it's the, the the balancing act and all that it's just it's a lot of work so I, I've been talking a lot Sean what have you learned since we started I've learned that I have I say the same thing a lot and I became conscious of it a while ago, and now I'm very much conscious of it, and now I catch myself. I mean, it doesn't stop me. I still do it, but whenever I'm talking about something that I like, I always say, I absolutely loved it. 100%. That's how I did <laughs> I did that all the time, too. I, just, I notice I use the same phrases every time. Um the other thing that's funny, it has nothing to do with pod. Well, I guess it kind of does, but what's weird is when, and I was talking to you about this, I think just a week or two ago, when I watch or listen back to our podcasts, you'll say something. And then in my head, as I'm watching <laughs> right. slash listening, I'd be like, Oh, that reminds me of such and such. And then me on the podcast will say that reminds me. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I said that, but it's just funny how it's like, I have the same thoughts now that I did then. It's just yeah. weird. Uh, it's some kind of psychological thing. 
Um, but just the main thing that you touched on, I guess, is I know Logan, especially if you're still out there, I don't know how people do this. Like, if this is your job, I get it. But this is not our job. And, I mean, I don't have, I don't even have a family. I mean, I have a wife, but I don't have, like, kids or anything. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how other people do it. Like, people that put a lot more, not nothing, not dragging us down or anything, but people that probably put a lot more into it than we do. Yeah. I just don't know how people do it. It is a lot of work. And like, I don't know. It's it's tough. I I enjoy it and all, but God, it is a lot of work. More, it is more work than if we never got into this business. <laughs> it is a lot more work than I would have ever imagined it was. Having just watched and listened to other people oh, yeah. do it, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and obviously, just in terms of things we've learned. From the technical side of things. Oh yeah, don't depend on a crappy computer. No offense. I don't. It's don't years just. Old. The other thing is, you can convince a lot of people that what you're doing is of high quality just by sounding good. Yeah, we get a lot of compliments. Not, I mean, yeah, pat on our own back and everything, but I admit we sound good. I cannot recommend we anybody out like there that prof- podcasts. Our video equipment isn't top notch, but for YouTube, it's fine. Our we're using free iMovie for video post production. We could probably do something better, but audio, I think we're killing it. Audio, we sound like a professional podcast. If yes. you podcast, spend our mics cost what forty, fifty bucks, seventy, I think. Well, I mean, when I got mine, I think you got yours on sale for fifty. Yeah, and get these, some good these. These ones were even see, cheaper. These were twenty bucks. And Get good microphones. Like you don't need to spend like silk. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> you don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on good equipment. If you podcast, even just occasionally, if you're putting content out there that is audio in nature, if not video as well, invest in some good equipment because it just. If I listen to a podcast and they, it's bad, just quality, I not even content, but yeah. yeah. If I hear you and it sounds like you're, like if we're recording this stream just talking into my Mac microphone, or recording if I start listening to something, something yeah. and we sounded <laughs> like that, I'm turning it off immediately. And the thing is, too, if you've got a decent PC, you don't have to get a Zoom H6 that costs $400. You don't have to do that. You can get a USB mixer with just two inputs or something for like 80 bucks. Get you a couple of good XLR microphones and just go to it. I still would love, I would love to have a sure SM7B like Rogan does and kind of funny and all these other professional guys that cost $400 a piece. Well, when we win Powerball. Plus a $200 cloud cloud lifter thing because it can't even do phantom power. And, but we sound just as good as they do. Right. Yeah. But I will say that, yeah. And, and the other thing I'll say, do our wives laugh at us for doing a video game podcast? Yes, Derek. Yes, My wife do. is in the background right now drinking what? He said wife. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought she was like, I got a ring. She, she did this to yeah. me. I'm like, I said wife. I didn't say girlfriend. I will She's say, in the background right now just kind of smirking. And it's, I mean. 
All they, jokes aside, I will say, uh, for my wife at least, Jess is amazing and very supportive of this dumb hobby that we do. And I know it's dumb, but we love it. But she's so supportive and encouraging um, and everything else that, I, yeah. Shout out to Brittany. She's drinking wine in the background right now. Um, I disappear for at least two hours a week, if not three, depending on... <coughs> The how many times we record in a given week. I disappear. And it's not like I'm literally disappearing out to the bars. I mean, I'm going but, to his house and either playing and or talking about video games. But you know what's shout going out to Brittany for being cool with it. And I mean, shout out to Brittany. A hundred episodes now over two years. Two years. That's the thing. We've been doing this for almost two years. Um, all I've got playing in my head now is Metallica's crappy Mission Impossible song. It's time I disappear. Oh, God. You remember that? I do. Um, the other thing, though, that's cool before we started this, the other thing I've learned, and then this will probably be my last note on this one, is I knew nothing. I didn't. The first time we sat down to podcast, we had two USB mics. We thought we could plug them both into a Mac and it would just work, and we'd open GarageBand and record. No, you got to do this thing called an aggregate device. Didn't know how to do that. Didn't know well, how to, to do Well, to be fair, part of the problem is we both use Macs. And I think that yeah. makes everything a lot more difficult. I love like streaming, my Mac, but yeah. it, it makes things more difficult. That's funny because. When I pulled out this giant, like, 50-foot Ethernet cable, I still have my old microphone in the drawer up there, still connected to the arm this, that we used to yes. use. I'm like, God, it's funny that we used to use this, but yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. We had as literally we, no as idea. We, we told the story many times now, but we were out for <laughs> snacks and drinks at Mellow Mushroom, and we just said, hey, we should do a podcast, and we filled up a pizza box top with idea uh, ideas of names, and then... It basically got to the point where we're like, all right, let's well, let's go it. ahead and record. And then we're like, we'll figure it out as we go. And I feel like we've come a long way. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've learned so much about audio and video and stuff and how to edit videos and how to edit uh, audio and stuff. Like now, building off Sean's point, now when I hear like, or even like produce videos, like when we go to Hope, like, their AV department is ridiculous. It, they're so. I, I want to go backstage sometime and just see their what recording kind of studio and everything yeah. they have and everything they do. But like lower level than that, like when some would like when like audio's bad. Like even on like local commercials and stuff, I'm like, God, why don't you? Why are you using a boom mic? And, and you know why are well? You, what's funny is like there's there's that commercial. I want to say it's for like UPS maybe, and it's something like it's. It's talking more to like small businesses, but it's like the moral of the story is basically everything you put out there, everything you do, everything you say, everything you show, whatever, to your customers makes a huge difference. And there's one, it's like some woman running a business out of like her attic or something. She's like, oh, my address? Oh, it's P.O. Box. What, what do you, of course, yes, this is a legit business. And like people are out to eat at a restaurant and there's like a, post-it note on the menu saying like "Ooh, fresh oysters and all this stuff and people are like ah, i don't think so <laughs> like everything you do like you need to what were we talking about i can't remember where i was going with that what were you just saying <laughs> what was the last thing you said audio video quality yeah it's that kind of thing yeah oh that i mean that's <laughs> what i was talking about i don't know where you were going i can't remember it. where i was going but just like how important it is i mean it's the same thing i've already said but like you need to you you have to put a good that's what it is about how like if we we listen to another commercials that's what I was thinking. okay sorry yeah that's what I was like thinking. Landers Ford 
Right. If I see a commercial for like some local business and it looks like a local business commercial, like like you said, shot on an iPhone and just like, I'm like, mm, I'm probably not going to go there. And it's stupid because it means nothing about their product, but I mean, advertising works. And if you see a commercial for a local business and it looks like it's a like national chain kind of commercial, like it's well done, high video quality, the sound is good. I'm thinking, hey, this these people are legit. I'm that much more likely to actually go and give them my business. As stupid as it is, because it means nothing about their product that they offer, it's all in how you present yourself. And like I said, we don't have top of the line equipment by any means, as you can tell by the quality of the stream. But it it goes a long way for sure. Yeah. So I think that's what we've learned doing this podcast. Thank you for the question, Kevin. Appreciate it. I'm glad I didn't scare you off after the uh, the selling consoles um, Friday show that we did. Mikey G writes in and just simply says, the Bob Mackie video, any regrets? Uh, simply mm. put, oh, hey, Brittany's in the chat. Hell no, I have no regrets. The guy has just gotten more psychotic since then. Um, that was an M. See, that was that was the sound I made. M. M. Bob Mackie. Bob Mackie's obsession with Colin has just continued since then and gotten worse. We haven't run across him again. Uh, he hasn't told us to debate him, which is still the funniest thing in the world that you'll pick on. Or I mean, I mean that very facetiously. Pick on a couple of small time YouTubers, but whenever Colin brings up debating him, oh no, 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 no I'm just, oh, I'm not going to debate you, and blah, 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 blah. He's gotten more psychotic since then. The fact that Colin blocks him and he still feels the need to go on and just sign into Twitter.com, not logged in, so he can see his stuff, so he can screenshot it, so he can tweet it out. Yeah, and he does that. He's, he's at this point, he's like an unabashed stalker at this point. And the funny thing and is... And he just, he has no shame about it. He's like, yeah, I do that. But the funny thing is when he sent out that last tweet... When he, when he, not the last week, but the last thing that got Colin really riled up when he said, I will haunt you forever, whatever he said. And Colin's like, now you're officially threatening me. Like that is, that is really messed up that you're saying that. And he said, I've reported it to Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Mackie deleted the tweet. Oh, so Mr. Tough guy, Bob Mackie yeah. took down the tweet. I, I have no regrets. Oh, I have absolutely. No we got a lot of hate from his psychotic followers who are just as bad as he is, if not worse. As bad as it sounds. That may be that whole experience was maybe the high point of this for me. Yeah, that ten minute discussion is probably enjoy, the most but not proud even we've not been. even just. I mean, that was fun, but just the aftermath. Oh no, I know. Right, right, right. Like right, I was right. totally fine. Like bring on the hate. You guys are just a bunch of idiot. Like I, I enjoyed that probably way more than I actually should have. But no, absolutely no regrets here. No regrets. No regrets. Okay. Um, I just, he is just a. I don't know what it would be like that my whole, literally, I and I. Well, look at everything he tweets. Like, yeah, right. he's got a lot more followers than we do. You got a bigger audience. Congratulations. But like, when you look at his, like, his, his uh, timeline, whatever, Twitter feed. It's like, yeah, a few comments here, some likes, whatever. And then it's like, 
Well, here's something about Colin, and then everybody's like, yeah, yeah, Colin, Colin's an idiot. Uh, he's funny. he's stupid. Look at him. Oh, I can't believe he said that. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, I guess it's that time again where you have to you got to drum something up about some, Colin some interest to, in yourself. Yeah, he's such a he's cultivated. Oh, <laughs> Derek, I've stepped on many a Lego, and it is not fun. I've actually also <laughs> stepped on a bulldozer toy and had it explode into my foot and had blood go because I sent Sean the picture. So oh, he yeah, can I remember that, that one. Blood everywhere. Uh, Bob Mackey is just the worst. And the fact that he now makes his living twi- uh, podcasting about a show that, I feel bad saying this, but I guess you kind of agree with me, hasn't been funny in 20 oh, years. Oh, it hasn't been. I loved The Simpsons way back when. I haven't watched it in, honest to God, probably 10 years. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Yeah. Well, and, and Sean and I were talking about this last night. We got together and we had a game night on the Raspberry Pi and just playing a bunch of old games and had so much fun. We didn't even talk about that in the opening. We forgot to talk about that. Oh, yeah. That's what I've but, been playing. The the thing that makes me so sad about Bob Mackey being a psychopath is that once I found out who he was, and I still never heard of this before him, and that was one of the things on our videos, you've never heard of Retronauts? Who is this? These guys nope. are idiots. No, I never <laughs> did. But after all this started, and I looked at what Retronauts is, still won't listen to... Thank you, Jason. He has no idea who he is. <laughs> He hosts a podcast with Jeremy Parrish and a couple other guys called Retronauts, where they basically talk about old video games. I hate that he's a psychopath because that should be one of my favorite podcasts, but I will never even listen to it or even give it the time of day because he is him. I just... He is him. You know what I mean. (laughs) He is who he said he was. They are. Crown him. So... Long story short, no regrets on Bob Mackey. I don't know that I'll ever do... Decade- Where did that end up in terms of views? Number two, number three? Uh, I mean, it's after WWE. Ended up number two. That's pretty good. So, and... and <sighs> The internet is a funny thing. The internet is a lot like beer. I can't wait to hear this. Because hey, Matt's here. What's up, Matt? Matt, thank you. Uh, he is him and... Uh, yeah. The internet gives you, he isn't not, okay, Matt, no, (laughs) I can't go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to get confused. The internet gives you beer muscles, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Oh, when you can just sit behind a keyboard, the things they were talking about us, talking about our production value and stuff we were talking about earlier, we joked on the next episode where we opened up acting like we were going to quit and we were so sad because they made fun of our boxes and like my haircut, some, somebody, some, I'm, okay, I'm not going to say it. Somebody made fun of my haircut or something. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, this is <laughs> what you have to stoop to. Right. Like, and, and the things they were being said, of course, what's up, Matt? None of these people would tweet at one of us, even though. Oh, no. Oh, that's how they, yeah. We we have it in the description, our Twitter. We say it at the beginning. Everything else, come at us. Th- Digital Courage. You know how to great, reach there us. There you go, Derek. Digital Courage. Come at us. Like, I don't care. And I responded to a few of them. They're like, oh, they can't even frame the shot right. And I, I tweeted that. I was like, I take offense to that. This was framed up perfectly. The boxes are right in the middle. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. You will not talk about my framing of the shot, buddy. So... I don't know. But no, I regret nothing when it comes to Bob Mackey. Anything else you want to add? Not at all. I regret nothing as well. I'm actually quite proud of it. Yes. Quite the opposite. He's a horrible... Not only do I not regret it, I am absolutely 110% proud of that. He's a horrible person. 
Venom 316. Wait, right? time out. Yes. I need to give a little bit more love to Derek Bamford. Because I've never heard that used before. But that... Digital courage? No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Further up. That totally sums it up. I hope he steps on a I don't Lego. Lego. That is... Because there's is nothing more... I mean, that is... I'm sure you have more experience with it than I do. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, that is perfect. I hope he steps on a Lego. The I don't thing, necessarily want him to, like, die in a I don't car want, crash. Right. But I hope he steps on a Lego. That is perfect. Or steps on cat puke in the middle of the night and slips and falls on his ass. That, too. Onto a pile of Legos. Yeah. that That's... Yes. And some people do want to watch the world burn, Matt. So Venom 316 writes in and says, Survivor Series 1997. Ooh. 20 years later, discuss. So the Montreal Screwjob happened on November 9th, 1997. Do you remember this? Watching it live? I know we ordered it, yeah. I remember sitting in the living room watching it. Let me run down. <laughs> I have a shirt that has Godzilla <laughs> stepping on a Lego, which is hilarious. That is hilarious, Jason. That's awesome. I, we all know Survivor Series 97 for the Montreal Screwjob. Yes. Before we talk about that, I want to read you the card okay. for this spectacular pay-per-view. I'm going to guess it's pretty forgettable. The Godwins and the New Age Outlaws. This is before they were the New Age Outlaws. They were still called this the New is Age like Outlaws. Pre-D- I mean, it's before, DX, they were DX, but, but not like official yet and everything. They defeated the Headbangers and the New Blackjacks, which was Blackshaw Bradshaw. Blackshaw Bradshaw. Blackjack Bradshaw and Blackjack Wyndham. So Blackshaw Bradshaw. JBL and Barry Wyndham. The Truth Commission, remember them? Truth Commission. With Kurgan. They were like from South Africa and all that other stuff. They had the red berets and the green shirts and the khaki pants. Oh, my God. They looked I like was getting them confused Rolento. with the right to censor. They looked like Rolento from the Truth uh, Street Fighter. What was Alpha. their gimmick, though? What was their shtick? I don't, they were racist. I don't know. Was that where Kurgan started? Kurgan started. And then he went to the... And then he went to the oddities. Yes, with, the oddities. Yes. Yeah. They defeated the, the the DOA, which was eight ball, chains, crush, and skull. <laughs> then Team Canada, consisting of the Bulldog, Doug Furness, and Phil, Phil Lafon, and Jim Neinhart, defeated Team USA, Goldust, Mark Merrow, Steve Blackman, and Vader with Sable. Kane beat Mankind. That was a fun match. I remember he was that like, the wrench. No, that was Vader. Oh, and, okay. Oh yeah, that was a couple Vader. months later. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. In February. Ahmed Johnson, Ken Shamrock, and the Legion of Doom defeated the Nation of Domination, which was D'Lo Brown, Farouk, Kama, and Rocky Maivia. He was still called Rocky Maivia then. Well, it was post-Fuzzy Top, I guess. It was post-Fuzzy Top, but he hadn't really become The Rock He wasn't The Rock yet. Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Owen Hart for the Intercontinental Championship in four minutes. It was his first match back after the broken neck. They had to have it be quick. Really, they got in the ring, and he just kind of... He missed him with a kick, but then he hit the stunner, and it was over. Did he give him... So after SummerSlam, he was the champ. Did he... Did it just go back to Owen, or did they do like a tournament? They did a tournament, and Farouk won it. Farouk won the Intercontinental title, which I did not remember. Shout out to at Mr. Brandon Stroud on Twitter. Yes, Kane was freaking awesome before they took the mask off and made him a joke. Um, yeah, so Farouk won it. And then at the pay-per-view before that, Austin came out, hit Farouk in the head with the Intercontinental title. Owen pinned him to win the Intercontinental title. And the announcer was like, was that back when he was still wearing like the, no, that was post helmet. That was NOD. That was post helmet. Right. Okay. But they're like, why would he do that? Well, obviously he wants to beat Owen for the title. That's why he helped him win it. That's what he's going to do. Right. So yeah. And then the main event, Shawn Michaels 
Defeated Bret Hart by submission is what the record books tell us. The most infamous match in the history of wrestling, bar none. Not even close. Nothing's most close. infamous finish. What? What's? Or are you, are you, Hulk and Andre. I mean, there's no, but those are fame. No, I'm saying infamous. I'm saying. Oh, infamous. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Time out. We can't go any further yet. Okay. I wanted to talk about this and I totally forgot. I watched the Ric Flair 30 for 30. Oh, this is somewhat related. It's okay. A, it was awesome. B. Wait, wait, wait. Derek, I also did not know that Kane's mask had fake hair until about two years ago also. Because when he went from bald to hair, I was like, how is this happening? <laughs> Back in the day, it didn't have fake hair. Back in the day, he that really was did have hair. long hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you cry the last 15 minutes? Because I did. So I watched it while Brittany was out, and then she came back for like the last like five minutes oh, or something. Oh, God. Well, maybe 10 minutes. And so During right at like the, the worst stuff? part of it. So I was already yeah. kind of like, oh, God. Like it was right around the end of the Reed stuff, but it was when the, he was getting into all the Charlotte stuff, which until that, I didn't know her name was actually Ashley. Ashley. I, I, re- I totally I, I knew it, but I had that. forgotten it. Yeah. So I was already kind of getting a little teary eyed. But then seeing then, him be happy for Charlotte, I was like, no, I'm crying because he's well, happy. Right, exactly. Right. So I was like, borderline does somewhere in the middle of like sad and happy. And then she just happened to know I'm going to do this, even though I probably shouldn't because I'm drinking and I don't care. I'm behind, so I can't tell. But over here, I have a picture of my lovely cat, Stanley, who we had to put down a couple weeks ago. I had it printed out and framed and whatever. And she noticed that for the first time. So then she points that out. And I'm oh already borderline crying. And I'm like, yep, yep, I did that. And I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I'm like <clears> trying <throat> to hold everything back. But the the episode, I mean, it was the episode, the whatever you call it. 30, the, the, the show. Yeah. Okay. I take back everything I said. God, it was back a couple months ago, two, three months ago. Derek, people are stupid. Whoa, whoa, whoa I got to get caught up. The last guy that came with saying it promotes misconduct. You're right. That's that's why we can't have nice things. That's that's the world we live in now. That's no. He says at the end, nobody should live the way I do. I mean, I'm not quoting him, but more or less, like I did everything wrong. I'm shocked. I'm still alive. Whatever. Um. Oh, I can't remember when it was. It was maybe around SummerSlam when we were talking about the Mount Rushmore. And I'm like, every now, I, okay. I kind of said it on air, and then I talked about it a lot more off air. I'm like, I don't get why everybody's like, well, hands down, Ric Flair's on there. And then after that, and yada, 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 I'm like, well, okay, I agree, Flair should probably be on there. But I don't know why everybody thinks it's just so hands down. I have such more of an appreciation for Ric Flair now than I ever I, did before. I wanted to ask you that. And I didn't know that WrestleMania 8 was supposed to be Hogan and Flair. And even if it was, I probably would have been like, oh, that's cool. How do you but watching this up? back, I'm like, that would have been. How do you go from that to, I mean, Flair Macho was still good, but Hogan Sid, like the two. Right. Like, I loved Sid for what he was. I loved Hogan for what he was. But when you talk about wrestlers, no. And I think of Hogan just as this big, I just, I'm not a big Hogan fan. But even seeing him and saying, no, Flair's the best. I'm not even kidding me. Him. He's yeah. four times yeah. better than I. Like I was like, okay, well, props that to you for saying happy. that. That's all. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. But God, it was so good. If you haven't seen the Flair 30 for 30, and you're a wrestling fan, you've got to see it. 
I've always been a Ric Flair fan, but I just don't think I had quite the appreciation of him that I should have had. And yeah, the whole time God. I was watching, I kept thinking, God, when are they going to bring up Reed? When are they going to bring up yeah. Reed? And then they did. And I was like, Oh, well, God. I kept waiting for them. I thought this was supposed to be done a while ago. I thought they were going to touch on the whole thing with Flair almost dying, and then yeah. they didn't. I thought well, that was kind. Of, I thought it was supposed to come out a while ago, and then he, it got pushed back. So I thought, oh, they're going to include. And the director said something about it was like two like interviews. a commercial break. Yeah. So I thought it was like a pre all that interview. Well, no, the second post- one was in February, which was before he almost died. Oh, the second one was still way back. In it was February. February. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a pre and post thing. So I was waiting for them to get into that, and they never did. Yeah. But oh god, it was so good. And Derek's right. Beyond the Mat was amazing. I have it on DVD. Oh, my God. I watched that. I mean, I watched it way back when it came out, but I don't remember What I need to watch again it. is Wrestling with Shadows, the heart documentary. That too. Oh Which God. leads us back yeah. to Survivor Series 97. You know, there is a whole bunch of conspiracy theories going around that it was all work, and only Vince and Brett knew it, that even Sean doesn't know it. And I'm like, you're stupid. But then I'm like, wait a minute. Going back to remember March, right before WrestleMania. Oh. When the cage match happened and Brett lost the title to Sid, or he, he, Sid kept the title because Stone Cold came out and hit him with a chair. And then after the match, Vince is in there. So, what do you think, Brett? This, this is, is bulls. And he yeah. shoves him down. This is your. Everybody screwed me. You screwed me. The WWF screwed me. Oh, you screwed me. And I'm like, oh. And then throughout the summer, as he's going, obviously, pro Canada, anti America. Everything's about him getting screwed and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then it was, it would benefit Brett leaving because he would be the hottest ticket. It would benefit WWE because everybody would be like, I can't believe that happened and blah, blah, blah. We got to see what happens next. I still don't believe it because it did. No, those reactions were too genuine. There's been too many things written about it. it. There's, if that is a conspiracy, I mean, it is, if that's true, that is the, one of the big, I mean, I'm exaggerating here. There's Kennedy and whatever. That would be one of the biggest cover This is beyond Kennedy. Like, I just, I feel like there's no way. There's no way. So let's put that to bed. Yeah. I went back and watched the match. So I don't know if you remember. Um, I took some notes. Do you remember the actual match in and of itself? Not really. I remember them fighting into the crowd. And yes. then that, I mean, that's about it. So JR said, and I remember this when it happened. There was such a weird, I remember watching this before we knew that obviously this was going to happen, but it was like, this just feels weird. Like I, I remember sitting there in the living room watching it being like, I can't believe we're actually getting this match. Like I do remember just it was supposed to happen at WrestleMania weird. 13. Sean because to me, do the, job. the Iron Man match is like number one match of all time. It's yeah. probably not, but in my mind it is. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, holy crap, they're wrestling again. And yeah, I just kind of had that feeling of like, I can't believe this is, we're getting to watch this. And then, yeah. Yeah. So some notes I took, because I watched this Friday night, I was bored and I said, it's the anniversary. I want to watch this. JR says, as they're getting ready to start the match, quote, the smart money is that you will never, ever see this match again. Then he also, throughout the match, he talks about there's rumors of Brett leaving, blah, blah, blah. Because JR knew Brett had signed with WCW. Okay. The plan, well, let me get through this. When Brett hands over the title to Earl Hebner to start the match, he gives him a look like, Really? Don't you friggin'. Like, his eyes are saying, don't you dare. Like, and if you don't know the behind-the-scenes story of this, Brett and Earl Hebner had a behind-the-scenes meeting where Earl Hebner said, 
I will not screw you. You have my word. That's why when it went down, he went, ring the bell. Whee! And he <laughs> ran out to a car. There was a car waiting outside the arena. He got out of there as fast as he could. So they fought into the crowd. Like you said, at the beginning, the, 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 the bell didn't even ring for like 10 minutes. It, it was technically only a 12-minute oh, right. match, but they fought in the crowd for about 12 to 15 minutes. They fought in the crowd where literally people knew wrestling was scripted then. After this, everybody knew because Vince was like, well, Brett didn't do the right thing and Brett screwed Brett and all that other stuff. You had these people that wanted to murder Shawn Michaels, real name Michael Higginbottom, and you had these guys fighting in the crowd. Okay, so let me stop you right there. I know I was rooting for Shawn. Who was the quote-unquote face here? I'm not saying in Montreal, in Canada, but in general. Was Sean still the face? Brett was, no, they were. it was heel versus heel at this point because Brett was. I was going to say, this almost seems like if they did Hogan versus Slaughter when he was like the Iraqi sympathizer, whatever. If they did that match in versus Iraq NWO Hogan. and they yeah. were fighting in the crowd. Like, maybe it's just because I was rooting for Sean, but it just seems weird that Obviously, the the crowd there was way, 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 way pro Brett. Yeah, but I think in general he was the heel. But maybe he wasn't. Maybe they're they were just both. Sean was heels. an a hole the whole time. And like before the match, he humped the Canadian flag and stuff. Like, yeah. So they go in the crowd. They do all this other stuff. I was worried for Sean's life, even though I know how it ended up. After that, Vince McMahon and Sergeant Slaughter come out. They have all the refs. Every ref was out there at ringside. I remember thinking, this is so. Weird, but it's like it's a big match. They want it to happen, blah, blah, blah. Vince kept begging him. Like, they fought all the way back to the entrance. You know how they used to yeah, always yeah. just come through that octagon-looking thing? And Vince's like, get it in the ring, Brett. Brett's like, I'm going to kill you. All begging him to get in the ring. Both of them started beating up the refs. Poor Jack Doan and uh, 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 Tim White, I think, was the other one that got beat up. You remember those names from back then. Yeah, yeah. JR kept saying there's, lot, like I said, lots of speculation about Brett's future and all this other stuff. Now, do you know how this match was supposed to end? Do you remember? The run-in. Well, yes. So run it was supposed in, to be. run DQ or double DQ. So I had my kids stay up because they were staying up late. I was like, Sean, I mean, Noah, Nick, you got to watch this. This is the most famous match in history. So as it gets to the point where Sean pulls the ref. So Brett goes up to the top rope. Sean pulls Hebner in front of Brett. Brett hits him, knocks him out. Michaels rakes the eyes. Brett falls down. He puts on the sharpshooter. What I didn't know until I read an article on Sports Illustrated this week, I remember Sean put the sharpshooter on wrong, and then he corrected it. Like, he put the leg through, and he put the wrong leg. Like, he couldn't get the legs crossed over right. During the match, Brett told him, no, idiot, you're doing it wrong. Like, somehow Brett communicated to him, no, switch the legs or something. He did the scorpion deathlock instead? Something. Like, it didn't. And then he switched the legs, and he turns them over. So when Sean turns him over into the sharpshooter. Hebner is getting up. Hebner was supposed to stay down, knocked out. Sean was going to put the sharpshooter on. Brett, as the bell rings, Brett's reaching back, grabbing. He's supposed to reverse it into his own sharpshooter. DX runs out. Sean Sean taps while the ref is down. DX runs out. Team Canada runs out. It's a huge brawl. DQ. Brett hands over the title the next night. The big thing was Vince... Vince trusted Brett. He didn't trust Bischoff because Bischoff was an a-hole back then. Yeah. And because Bischoff did the whole thing with Medusa. Well, hey, WWF, in the garbage here's can. your title. Yeah. 
that's how it was supposed to end. And that's why Hebner runs right out. Brett spits in Vince's face. It's just watching it again was like, like I said at the beginning, this was not a good match at all. Like right. these were the two right then they were the two best wrestlers on the planet. Like not even close. Like, like we'll never get AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan or AJ versus CM Punk when they were both at the height of their powers. This was these two guys at their absolute best. And we got a brawl. Yeah. That's the thing. I remember it being just more of a brawl than a wrestling match. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. It's just It's just crazy. Yeah. Boy, so what did the boys think of it? Did they were they just like, oh okay. They were like, okay, okay. They just didn't really Are we going to grasp bed now? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, you don't <clears throat> like you weren't there. I was like, I was sitting on the couch with Sean. I think we still have like the weird like red carpet back in the day then, like the oh, purplish God. reddish in carpet. Yeah, probably. Uh but I, I remember watching it and then ends so quickly. So Sean gets out, he gets the title, and he did a great job acting because until he years acted later like he had no idea yeah. that he wasn't happy about it. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, he was in on it. But yeah. until years later when he finally said, I knew everything. Yeah, like yes. And it was Hunter's idea. That was the other thing. Okay, I'm gonna doubt I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Excuse me. Um I now not only do I have a much more You're right, Derek, they don't have context for it. Bigger appreciation for flair in general. Was that I don't know if that came bro? through. It was like a that internal, happened to me one time. It was like a reverse like fifty burp. episodes ago. Um not only do I have a much bigger appreciation for flair, I have way higher appreciation for the HBK retirement match. And just oh my how God. big, like I understood at the time, I mean, at the, I talk about it like I was 10 years old. I was like 30. Well, no, I was, I was, oh God, it was I WrestleMania was, 24. I don't want to talk about it. It was 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember being like, wow, okay. Flair's retired, whatever. But now after seeing the documentary, I'm like, it is, it, it's just, and I, in the end, he didn't really retire, retire, but he retired no. from WWE, but he should have, but. But God, that was just now like I mean it was already like an unbelievable match and an unbelievable finish and whatever, but now I even more so grasp like the Oh God. The fact that he's sitting over there No, Derek, I need to watch. I, I've heard great things about wrestling isn't wrestling by Max. And I've I love Max. When he's been on the Game of Greggy show, he's been hilarious and I, I need to read American Alien too. I know that. But uh when Sean's over there warming, tuning up the band, and he says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I love, love you. you." If you go back and, and he, you watch, he, that was the best not, chin music he's ever delivered. Not only that, if you look, Flair is already crying. Oh, I yeah, didn't when realize that. You can see, he's, like, yeah, like I didn't think he started crying until, and then when he's getting pinned, you can see him just right. And Sean covers him, and he immediately just hugs him and grabs his head and says, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you so yeah. much. I love you." And then the next night, like, oh. WWE will never get that good again. Right. From just a pure just emotional standpoint, no, that, that was peak. <sighs> Survivor Series 97. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think that's it. What? Just stupid. Stupid notifications. Crap. <clears throat> Next up, Nate Dog writes in and says, "What is your favorite video game post-apocalyptic set- stand- setting?" 
This is going to be a real quick answer for me, and I want it to be a quick answer for you, but I want it to then segue into something that is hilarious to me. My answer, um, I guess, is Horizon Zero Dawn. Say, yeah. Just because, like, I would not want to live in the Last of Us world. That would scare okay. the hell out of me. So, at least me, in Horizon Zero Dawn, you can override the machines and stuff and have them work for you. But well, what is the question? My favorite to play in a game or what would I want to actually be a part of and live in? Funny you should ask that. Let's go with, yeah, now we have Roman. God, don't don't bring up Roman Reigns. Just your favorite setting in a video game, not not to live in, not to live in. We'll get to that here in a minute. It's, depending on how you define post-apocalyptic, I basically, post-apocalyptic, I picture just ruins. The obvious answer is Horizon Zero Dawn or Last of Us. Those clickers are just ridiculous. I mean, the, to me, uh, yeah. The, well, this is why I was asking. Like, where would I want to, what would I want to actually find myself in or what is the best, like, game experience or whatever? If it counts, I'm going to say, I'm looking at this from, uh, this is a tough question. Shout out to, Big Nate Dog, Nate Dog. Good call, Matt Mitchell. Austin when Austin fought Rock at WrestleMania 19. 19. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a match. Oh God, yeah, way better than 17. 17 is like, overrated. Chair shot, chair shot, chair shot, chair shot. I know the rest of the pay per view is amazing, and Austin turned heel. 17 was yeah, probably still the best WrestleMania. Ever. Yeah, WrestleMania 14 is up there for me. All right, just because you said let, uh, not Last of Us um, Horizon, Horizon, I'm gonna say if it counts, Breath of the Wild. I consider that post. Oh, right, everything's in ruins. I mean, we don't well, know where hey, it is we, on the we touched, That was we awesome. touched rings. We got a little clink out of that. Enslaved, uh, just, that, yeah, that'll uh, never happen again. I've heard good things about Enslaved. I would say, yeah, I'll say Breath of the Wild. Now that's fun, and thanks to Nate Dog. But really, what I want to segue this into, so. Kind of like Derek was alluded to earlier, I miss the days of Colin. Uh, I'm a Colin fan above all else. So what I started doing, because I miss Colin, is part of Kind of Funny, I started going back to the beginning of the Game Over Greggy show and listening to the old episodes. Oh, yeah, they're empty. And then one of the old episodes. No, God, no. And then (laughs) one of the episodes, they got to this question. Oh, no, it's not Ananda. It's not Ananda. It's not Ananda. How would you survive the apocalypse was the question. So now I'm thinking, so basically what they did, what they turned this into was you wake up one day and it's like that show on Fox. You're the last guy on earth. Okay. Everybody has been, I guess, raptured, which would mean I'm a really, really, really horrible person if everybody else is gone and I didn't get picked. <laughs> but you're the last person, as far as you know, on earth. What do you do? Okay. And my first thought, of course, is I drive to a army base and I get a tank and I just start friggin' blowing stuff up. All right. Well, this is this is a loaded question. Are first, we are we taking this assuming? Well, so okay. Like, do you? This is assuming you somehow have knowledge, knowing for a fact that you are 
A, the last person on Earth, and B, there's not zombies or clicker. Like, there's you no know, zombies. Yes. There is no danger left All the out other there. people are gone. I mean, there's wild animals. Okay. But but no zombies. No, There's no like, zombies okay. or clickers. You are, all then, of a sudden, yeah, you I'm wake up and on, everybody's gone. I'm going to find a... I'm going to drive my car to the nearest, probably, we're in Memphis, so probably, like, Lexus dealership. I'm going to go to Chevy. I'm going to get a nice and car, a and then I'm going to take that yeah. to the nearest, like, Ferrari, Lamborghini dealership, and then I'm taking that. So, I'm probably going to, like, D.C. I'm going to go check out the Pentagon. I'm going to go... I want to go check out all these places. And then I'm going to go... Well, I guess I'll have to drive, because I don't know how to fly. I'm driving cross-country. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like, I don't even know what it would be, Beverly Hills. Say. I want to go see some of these mansions. I'm going to break in. I want to see how the yep. rich and famous live. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Here's the question. In this world, what I wonder first is. In a world. In a world where. How long does the electricity stay on? Like how automated are we right now? I think it stays on for a few years. I would think. I think it's pretty self-sustaining. Well, I think so. But now the other question is, like you brought up the part I was thinking of is, I'm going to drive to Colorado, and I'm going to go from there. I'm going to stock up, and then I'm going to go to the West Coast. Dibs. I'm going to go, because I've never been west of Texas. I'm going to go see LA. I'm going to see San Francisco. I might even go up to Oregon and stuff. I'm going to come back. I'm going to see the Grand Canyon. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to do all this sightseeing. This is all dependent on me being like, this is the other, the, the problem with this question is I have a wife and four kids. If they were just gone, everybody's gone. I'm just, okay. Probably is what I <laughs> probably do. I'd probably just be done with it all. But if you take that out of the, if right. you take that out of it, you still have to get gas. The only way you get gas is at gas stations, which obviously there's enough gas in the U.S. where you would never have to worry about it. Right. There's However, a lot of stuff you would have to do. You need to pay for the gas, even though you're not really paying anybody because everybody's gone. Like you have to have. So I'm like, would you have to break into houses and just steal a bunch of credit cards? You can get lost in the weeds here pretty quick. Right. You need to like open up the tank. You need to get some like bolt cutters or something to break the lock to open up the things. You can just like siphon out gas and right. not have to depend on the electricity of the pumps, and you have to do all that stuff. See, so, yeah, it's it's a loaded question, but two years for electricity. That's what I think. That's about it. And you know gas I, does go old. That's right. You know where else I'm going? I'm either going. I'm either breaking into some nicer like high-end liquor stores or oh, I'm going yes or i'm going I'm straight some to pappies, the source Kentucky. i'm getting some pappy's 28 yeah. and i'm gonna just drink i'm, I'm some filling bourbon. up the truck i'm probably yes. gonna go to four as much as i'd like to just take a corvette just to, and just because you get a raptor have the Autobahn. Or something i get a raptor because i can fill it up because that's the other thing is that's the other thing is you're stuck on north america unless you yes. know how to fly you're not getting to europe i like, think that's <laughs> how i would eventually just choose to end it. I was like, I'm just going to go take a 747. And see if, and I, can, see if I can land See it. if I can make it across the if Atlantic. I can, see if I can whatever. land it. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing you have to worry about is like if you get sick, the, actually the first thing I would do is go to Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. No, no, no. Stock up on some pain meds and antibiotics. Like seriously, like you get an ear infection. You're dead. You don't have you're doctors dead. anymore. You're not dead. But like if you break your leg, but if you do... The, the thing that I wouldn't do is put myself in... I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't go bungee jump. I wouldn't do anything right. where I could physically harm myself. As much as I would love to go 200 miles an hour over to California, I'm like, no. I can't. Because if I get in a wreck, even if I don't die, I'm going to die in a ditch. 
So you got to have right. Are the are the highways just littered with cars? You may not be able to drive on the highways. I, like was it literally just and boom, everybody's gone. Their cars, cars are, are all over the place. So you probably can't drive I, on the roads anyway. You would probably have to think of it. You have to get everybody a was raptured. You'd have to get an F one fifty. You'd have to get a motorcycle and just. Well, but then I'm really gonna die. Well, yeah. That's tough. That's a good question. But I'd go to the armory. I'd shoot lots of stuff. By the what I would eventually do after I did all my sightseeing, I would end up in Destin. <laughs> Man, I'm going to Cancun. How are you going to get? Well, there's no the wall across the border. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's going to stop me. Cancun, but I'm saying someplace warm because you can deal with warm. You wouldn't want to go settle in New York. But my point also is, eventually, we are. <laughs> We grew up in the country, but we're city boys. We don't hunt or do any of that. Eventually, the canned goods don't last forever. They probably have about a three-year shelf life. I don't know that we would last three years in this because I don't think I could mentally deal with it for three years being the I last person. I think I would die before the food all went bad. I would I would end up dead. some One way or another, I would end up dead before I ran into the issue of, well, all the preservative-filled food has gone bad. But then, But if you're on the ocean, you can just steal somebody's boat and you can go fish. I don't know how to fish. I don't either. I mean, in theory, I know how to fish, but, but that's I'm the other not question. Good at it. That's the other question. How long does the internet last? Because then I can Google how do I gut a deer or whatever it's called. How do I eat a deer? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It it you know what I mean? Lends itself to a lot of other questions. Does the internet need people to? I mean, it's not like right. How self? How long does everything just How self-sustaining last? are we? Yeah. And maybe this is what Derek's talking about. Life, Live After People is a pretty good documentary slash show. Maybe I just need to check that out. Well, but. one thing that is for sure is that life finds a way. So what I would do is I would end up in a really nice house on the beach and just live out my days there, just sitting on the beach. I would buy a hundred inch. I'd get, I'd buy I'd go take a hundred inch TV and I would just play video games for as long as they lasted. I'd catch up on all the Gears of War games that I never played. So basically you'd play video games until, <laughs> until you just I died. died. Are exist, there yeah. dead bodies everywhere? Did everybody no, no, no. just die? No, or they everybody's just, disappeared? just they disappeared. Okay, well that's otherwise if there's dead bodies everywhere, smell then I'm really just bad. done. I'm just I'm yeah. out. Okay. No, they just disappeared. So I would end up on the beach, hundred hundred inch TV. I'd buy three buy what I keep saying buy. <laughs> I'd get three or four fridges and freezers. I'd line them all up so that they're, as long as the electricity lasts, stuff stays cold. Oh, I'd stock up on every IPA I could find, IPA I could find, because they're only going to stay good for maybe a year. I mean, they, they expire before that, but they'd still but be drinkable. Here, okay. Well, lots me, of bourbon. Let me, let me lots present of bourbon and wine. If you are the only person alive, is there trying to think of a way to say this without coming off as an alcoholic. Would you still feel the need to get drunk? To Just to get through every day, yes. I would have to forget, yes. Like, if you're the only person, I feel like your inhibitions go away anyway. Do you really need to be drunk anymore? Yes, because if you're not, you're too aware that you are the only person on this planet. I guess. Hmm. I'd get lots of bottled water. Uh, this is a real deep question. But I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. It's not any thing I would ever like to experience. That's for sure. But that is for sure. Yeah. Sightseeing and then I'd end up on the beach. I like it. I guess that's how I was. Sounds good to me. Dibs. Dibs. (laughs) Dibs on the apocalypse. (laughs)
All right, we got two more questions here. Jason, friend of the show, writes in and says, basically, what is your favorite game from a genre that you don't like? I think that's what you're asking. If not, feel the need to clarify now. In the meantime, we're going to Oh, Colony was that. good. I watched the first episode, and then I stopped. But it, it looked super cool with a guy from Lost. What I came up with for this question, so favorite game from a genre we typically do not like. This was a stretch for me, but I'm going to say Severed. Touchscreen game. Hmm, okay. Touch controls. Everything is touch except up, down, left, and right. Okay, that's the question. Awesome. So, oh, not that one. Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> I thought that was with a guy from Lost. Wasn't it called Colony? No, he's talking about a reality oh, show. Oh, it's a reality show. I forgot the reality part. Never mind. <laughs> um, severed. I, I don't, I hate touch controls. I hate touchscreen controls in games. I hate mobile games. And and Severed didn't start out as a mobile game, but you know what I mean. Like touchscreen based controls. Severed on the Vita, and now it's on the Switch. If you got a Switch, just play the game. It's amazing. It is. I can vouch for that. Severed fits this. At first I was thinking, I mean, I can cheat and call Horizon Zero Dawn an RPG because I don't play RPGs, but it's not. I mean, it's an action adventure game with RPG elements. Uh, So my answer is Severed. Just such a fantastic game. My favorite Vita game ever made for sure. I mean, for me, if there's a genre that I, in general, I'm painting with a very broad brush here, but if there's a genre... I don't like it's first person shooters. Mm-hmm. And I touched on this a little earlier when I said, we'll, we'll touch on this later. <laughs> I'm going back. I'm saying like, I mean, I think of this more as a single player game. Cause that's 99% of my experience with it. Rainbow six, the original, I'm saying just rainbow six on the PC. No colon. No colon. <laughs> Your poop doesn't <laughs> form. I've had a colon, not a colonoscopy. What would that be? A colon, colonectomy? I don't think that's a thing. No colon. Rainbow Six, colon, no colon. Um, I'm thinking Rainbow Six, and then I'm even thinking beyond that to what beyond. I think of as actual first-person shooters these days as multiplayer games. I'm looking at, Jason, help me out here. I'm looking at Battlefield 1942, mm. uh, Wolfenstein. What was the Wolfenstein? Uh, Jason, Shadow, we just Shadow talked about this while you were here. Wolfenstein. Castle Wolfenstein? Enemy Territory. I did just spit a little bit. Um, I'm basically, I'm thinking, I've already touched on all this, but I'm thinking first-person shooters, mm-hmm. multiplayer, but I'm thinking back to the days of playing just with my friends and not just playing online with random people. Like I get zero joy out of that land party. I'm thinking that's battlefield 1942. Jason got it. Wolfie T those kinds of games. I can't think of a single genre that I just do not like. And the closest thing would be first person shooters. Yeah. And of those, the only time I really, really enjoyed them, I mean, I could go back even further. I mean, I enjoyed like Quake and Doom and Duke Nukem. Yes. Basically, before 
first person shooters became, became multiplayer so games, multiplayer yeah. yeah just multiplayer only basically but even then i liked the multiplayer aspect of them when we were doing our land parties and playing with friends everybody come to the garage everybody let's somehow through the magic of whatever plug our computers in together and we'll all the play together <laughs> i i can't pick a single game but it was it was that it was those days of just land parties and playing first person shooters back then first person shooters today i want nothing to do with because when i play with the general populace and even when i played in the land parties i tended to suck but when i play with just when i just play online with strangers i'm getting my butt kicked and it's just not, not even fun. fun but it would at least be fun if you were kicking my butt if we were or just Jason playing one on one and butt. i was like my kill death ratio was 1 to 10 i'd be having fun if i was right, playing with you and our friends it would still be fun but yeah. when i'm just playing with random people online and it's just i picture i'm playing somebody like bob Mackey, like living in his mom's basement like i just like this isn't fun. I don't like that I'm getting destroyed by this person who I don't even know. Like, it's just not fun. Those games, if you ask me, were at their best when it was confined to like local multiplayer only. And so, yeah, if I'm picking, I can't pick a single game, but there's there's your handful of games from a genre that, for the most part, I, I guess I wouldn't say I despise, but I just don't really care about anymore. Yeah, my my favorite first person shooter game is still black ops one because the story was the best story they've ever done in a, in a call of duty game. See, I never played that. So good. So, and it's a short campaign, seven, eight hours, but like they, they, they tie into the Kennedy assassination and stuff. And it's just so, it's just so well done. Right. Yeah. That's the other thing. You got 12 year olds calling you racist slurs and stuff. Yeah. And the last question comes from our buddy, Logan, get your questions in now. Anybody in the chat, if you haven't yet, go ahead and do it, because this is our last question. Where do we so see ourselves a year from now, is essentially it. So, hmm. we've been doing this for almost two years. We put up our first audio podcast the first week of December. Uh, we started on YouTube July of 2016, and here we sit, mid-November 2017, our 100th episode. And we've done, so now we've done oh, 69 on YouTube. Nice. No, 70. Was that episode? Nah. No, it was 31. It was 31. So 69 episodes on YouTube because I, I wore the Jason Seahorn the first one. <clears throat> Where do we see ourselves in a year? So the cop-out answer is I don't know. <laughs> I would love to say a year from now we're over 1,000 subs and we've grown the channel and we've evolved the channel and everything. I guess that's the only – I don't know what the channel looks like a year from now. Yes, we will celebrate the one-year anniversary of Logan asking us about where we would be a year from a year ago. Uh, I like that, Derek. Thank you. So I do see us evolving. We've got we we've had some talks about where we go um, after the first year, and also so we're going to be taking off the next couple of weeks, next two or three weeks. Sean's going on his honeymoon. Um, Peace out. He's going to be on I'm a ship. Be living it up in the in a suite on a boat in with the my Caribbean. wife in the middle of the Caribbean. 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 Caribbean queen. And you say the same with thing. Unlimited alcohol. Really? Unlimited food. Oh yeah, we got the. You got the package. Okay. We're living it up for these eleven days. So so we're going to be off for the next two or three weeks. 
Uh, but they were going to come back and maybe do our game of the year right then. We might wait another week. We'll see. But we're going to be off for the next few weeks, so just know that, and we'll tweet it out and everything. But um, we've had some some talks about what we do going forward, um, and I don't think we really – I don't think – honestly, I don't think we know other than no. the channel is going to evolve is what I will definitely say. Jason asked a great question. How long do you guys think you can sustain this podcast? Like this podcast? Said, no, I don't think he means episode 100. No, no, but I mean, the podcast the as we know podcast, today, yeah. yeah. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. It is, like we said in the beginning, one of the things we've learned is this it's is a lot tough. of work. This is our hobby. This is our therapy, kind of, I would say, when we get together every week and just shoot the poop and, um, shoot and talk poop. and everything. But, like... It's tough. I mean, with especially me being a dad with a wife also, not a single dad. Shout out to Jess. Love you. But a dad with four kids and a full-time job and kids sports and gymnastics and like just everything. It is, it's tough to keep this going. That's what she said. Um, I think we're definitely going to evolve is all I can say. My hope is that, yeah, a year from now we're at 1,000 subs. I would love that. Or 2,000. I well, don't. a year ago, we were only at 100. A year ago, we were at 100, and shout out to April and your sorority. We got like 35. Really, we were at about sorority. 85 or 90. Yeah. No, we are probably we were probably at 70. <laughs> 75. They did, she didn't get us. She got us about 20, I think, from all her sorority friends. <sighs> How many episodes have they watched? Zero. If they're watching this, that many, shout out to Alpha Gam. Go Squirrels. Uh, squirrels. But, I mean, like... We've seen our biggest jumps in viewership and subscribers when we talked about Colin and when we talked about Bob Mackey. Derek, if there was an E-True Hollywood story is for YouTube, would you get an episode? Based off the Bob Mackey episode alone, we probably would. You know where I thought this was going and I kind of wish it had? I thought that was going, like, if there was an e I don't even know. The, I don't who even would know play what, you? Yes, that's where I thought that was going. I, was I know like, who hmm. would play you, Sean. And who then would I it got be? to the end, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap." Well, Sean, who would play you? Christian Bale would play. Obviously, me. anyways, Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman because I'm Batman. All right, I'm gonna crowdsource this. Obviously, Christian Bale would play me because he looks exactly like me. Um, we'll crowdsource it. Who would play Kevin? Let us know in the chat. It's Elijah. It's Elijah Wood. It would I'm be Elijah Wood, him, but, but I look like Elijah Wood, anyways. Jess also used to think I look like Paisley. Or Brad Paisley. Yeah, and if I had Supposedly. a hat on, you'd be able to see it. Um, Wait, who did you say? Jess said you look like who? Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Oh, Joe. No. Starts with a J, though, but I don't remember what Joel. it was. Or Joe. Joe. I don't Schmo. know who you're talking about. I'll look it up. Yeah. Josh Jackson. There you go. <laughs> Double J. Double J, J. Josh Jackson. But... um. From I'm the not machinist. that skinny. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Uh, I'm skinny. I'm not that skinny. But like, so Derek, I'm pretty sure Derek found us after. And then it was around Bob Mackey or? No, it may have Colin. been Colin. This was Colin leaving kind Colin of leaving Like kind we of gained a lot of subs and we got a lot of views from that. But I don't, I didn't, like. We're like we didn't we want to be just about that. We, we didn't want to be the Colin Moriarty podcast. We talked about the Colin breakup for three episodes in a row and they each got over a thousand views and that was awesome. But I was like, we can't. We're a video game podcast. We're not an right. internet drama podcast. And I love Colin. I'm glad he's doing well. And I'm glad he's, and he's coming getting back, back into games. games. Yeah. Um, but like, so we could just do 
Colin episodes and Bob Mackie episodes and get thousands of views and just, but it's not like what we want to talk about video games and hang out and do all that. So, um, what is the noise? That's the fridge. Oh, uh, it's not, I'm not that skinny. You're, you're pretty skinny. You're not Batman. I mean, I'm closer to machinist Christian Bale than Batman Christian Bale, but yes, I got, well, that was weird. <laughs> my belly. <laughs> I know. I didn't think it was there. Um, it's there. So, do, where do you see us a year from now? Ugh. A year from now, like I, like evolve. We're gonna be like Pokemon, and we're gonna we're gonna be like those Pokemans, and we're gonna evolve. Here's the thing. A year from now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not setting anything in stone, but there's a good chance a year from now I will either have a welcome to the club, a baby, or B, a real pregnant wife. And getting out of the house for hours a week is going to be more and more difficult, let alone the post-processing and all that stuff. Like, like I said, this is kind of what I touched on earlier, but I don't know how you people, I don't know if I don't, this may not apply to anybody in the chat, but anybody that happens to be watching right now, if you do this for a living, basically if you are kind of funny or I mean, to a lesser extent, irrational passions, I mean, I don't know what Logan and Alex... I don't Alex think they're even making any money off That's it. what I'm saying. That's why like, I, I respect the hell out of Alex and 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 George and Roger and and Logan and all those guys. I'm, I'm going to forget. Like, if you're doing this and you're making money, great. If you're doing this not making money or not making much money to where you actually need a job to make real money, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you provide enough content regularly enough while still living your normal off-camera day-to-day life i don't know how you do it i agree i have no idea literally i don't even know how you do it i, I can barely handle do doing one pod doing the podcast a week I know. <laughs> yes like I, know. I just i i i need to get you doing the let's play that's know. when it's really fun yeah. When you got to edit out the black space to make sure it stays synced. Because I got a black no, space, No, I said black, baby. not blank. Don't you do Taylor. And I'll write your name. He'll never do Taylor. Dibs. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you're, you, God rest your soul. Anti-dibs. Um, good, good, good save. So we will... This 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 channel will still be here in a year, I think. We're not... Basically, saying. bottom line is we're not disappearing. Right. We'll... Like, oh, well, we are going to kind of disappear. We'll still do Mario Mondays every week for the yes. next four. Uh, yes. We just recorded Mondays. Worlds 5 and 6, and dear God almighty. Uh, this game is more difficult than I remember. It but, is very yeah. difficult. Uh, but there will not be podcasts for the next couple of... Two or three. Well, no. We will have... We'll have the, the Justice League. Are we League. recording this weekend? A podcast podcast? This or is just for Justice week. League. This is episode 100. This is going to go up live It'll on post Wednesday. like tomorrow. Yeah, in a couple days. On Wednesday, yeah. And then Justice League will go up Friday or But are we Saturday. recording episode 101 next weekend? I don't think so, no. Okay. Well, you're so gonna, we will no, disappear you're gonna be, for... You need to go... You need to pack. One, right, Brittany? Two, so we're going to take three weeks off. We're probably taking three weeks off. So we're going to disappear for three weeks. Other than Mario Mondays. Other than Mario Mondays and a Justice League review when we tell you about how mediocre don't. the movie was. I'm just kidding. I really... I do... I truly hope it's good. 
But other than that, yeah, we're going to be gone. We'll be back early to mid-December. Early December, I'd say, yeah. But then Christmas is coming up. I mean, then we're going to be taking... We'll be back, but then there's going to be another couple-week hiatus. Yes. But in the meantime, we'll do our, like... We'll what, do top D&D. five, top ten of the year, whatever. We'll Damn do it. that kind of Derek, stuff. Derek, Justice League does not look like hot garbage. I wouldn't go that far. Don't I mean, do it. The previews look like it's going to be good. We'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to disappear for a few weeks outside of Mario Mondays and Justice League Review. Um, we'll be back. We'll do our game of the year. We'll probably do another podcast here and there. Really at the beginning of the years where we need to really think about what the future of two-player co-op is. Um, yeah. I, I would say look for news in the coming month plus is what I yeah, would Yeah, we'll have more information to come, but it's... Like I would say it's a lot of work. It's and it's 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 yeah. And it's, I would not trade these hundred episodes. No, and all these let's plays absolutely. and Friday shows and quick hits that were never quick hits. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I don't regret anything we've done. I do think the podcast and the channel will be different in twenty eighteen. It will going live forward. on. We're not going to disappear, right? But and it will I know be different, the way we're say. talking about it, it makes it sound like a goodbye. It's not that at all. No, we're not going away, but. I don't think we're going to be able to deliver as much just every single week content as we have been. Yeah. Um, that being said, our weekly content for the most part is, Hey, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Here's the news of the week, which you've probably already heard. Like in the end, I don't think you guys will be, unless you just love hearing us talk, you guys aren't, Hey, Nick's back. Um, it is a ton of work. Thank you, Nick. But yeah, well, bottom line is we're not going anywhere. Two-player co-op will continue to exist, but it's probably not going to be a every single week, multiple videos a week kind of thing. Yeah. More details to come. Yeah. That's all we'll say. Yeah. We're gonna but evolve. that being said, like the Pokemans. to take nothing away from the last 100 episodes, I it's been a blast doing this. We've made it longer. and We've gotten bigger than I ever thought we oh, would yeah. get. We've met some fantastic people and hopefully we i mean again i don't want this to sound like a goodbye hopefully we continue to meet more people but the people we've met are awesome uh, it's just it's been fantastic we hope we continue to meet more people and continue to give you good content in the weeks to follow but it will be different but we'll we'll see where we go from here and the last question we got one late entry jason asked what podcast do we follow sean's not a big podcast guy I follow the two-player co-op podcast. That's that's a fantastic one. Uh, a link to our past. Shout out to John Bernardo and the work he's doing over there. Colin's Last Stand, although I, I don't, as much as I love Colin, I don't listen to all those podcasts. I just listen to the ones that interest me. Game Scoop, one of probably my favorite video game podcasts that there is. They do the 20 questions. I love Damon. I don't really like Justin Davis, but I like him on the podcast. Uh, Sam Claiborne's always on there. It's great. The Kind of Funny Games Dale it's just it's it's not what i would ask for um the games cast i li- the kind of funny games cast i listen to it when it's something i want to hear about which unfortunately isn't as much as it used to be uh i've started listening to the nintendo voice chat more ign's nintendo podcast that they do since i love my switch so much and i've loved mario and i've loved zelda altano's on it every week zach ryan who's becoming one of my favorite ign guys i love that dude he's on it every week with pear i mean the ceo the president of ign right hosts nintendo voice chat and, it, and he 
I mean, he's from Germany. He's always loved Nintendo. It's 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 so cool. The Bill Simmons podcast, obviously, because I love yeah. Simmons. Uh, Giant Bomb. There, I just I. I haven't really listened to Giant Bomb that much. Their podcasts are so long. That's the only thing that kind of turns me off. Um, I listen to podcasts beyond the Comedy Button. My God, Altano and Max and Ryan Scott and Scott Bromley. Those guys are just—they're so stupid, but they're so hilarious. Like if we had an unfiltered, stupid podcast, it would probably be similar to the Comedy Button. Go listen to the Comedy Button if you don't. Um, and what really hurts me is I don't really listen to the Game Over Greggy show anymore. Yeah. Which sucks. I mean, I listened to their their 200th episode, which is weird that they've only done 100 more than us. Seems like that's, that's just <laughs> it seems weird. Seems like they should be at a thousand, but but they had Max Landis on for that, and that was fun. They just all got drunk and had fun. But I'm like, they keep having all these guests that I get they they pay for it on Patreon and all this other stuff. But they one thing that I really do not like is Rooster Teeth, and yep. they just keep having all the Rooster Teeth people on. Now I will say, and I know you don't disagree. We both love us some Andy Cortez. Andy is my dude. He's from Texas. He's awesome, but I just... He's still no Colin. He's not. He's he's another... He's the rest of them, basically. You replaced three and one. You replaced that with four, unfortunately. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, I do love Andy Cortez. I think he's awesome. I think he's a great addition, but whereas before you had... Three people who think this and one person who thinks this. Now you have four people who think this. It's kind of a bummer. I love Colin. Um, as Kevin said, I used to love Colin's Last Stand. I wish nothing but the best for Colin, but in the end, it's just... I I, I thought I was going to like that a lot more than I do. I guess I just don't really... I actually kind of like the history stuff he does. But he hasn't. It's been more just talking about politics. Well, it's and probably like, because politics is so depressing right now. No exa- matter what that, side of the that, aisle you're on. That's the thing. Like, I need an escape from politics. Like, yes. I don't want to go out of my way to listen to more stuff about politics. Like every time I go over to mom and dad's house and CNN's on, I'm like, I don't, I can't. It's just depressing. Right. Like, somebody in Hollywood is doing something else, and I don't want my kids to hear this. I'm like, let's ESPN, please. And then yep. that's politics too. Yep. So there's a pod- podcast I follow. Yeah, I mean. I don't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts. It's tough because where I work, it's like I basically just work in a big room with my other coworkers. Like I have a desk. I don't even sit there anymore. I just sit in a big room with my other coworkers. So if I try to listen to something like long term, like more than about five minutes, I've got people trying to talk to me and then I have to like pause and what did you say? And then it's just okay. And then I can't, I can't listen to anything long term now. I just can't. And then I have like a, 30 minute drive to and from work, but it's like, I just don't, I just, I, I can't get into it. I used to listen to Bill Simmons every day. The um, only, the, the Bill Simmons podcast I will never not listen to is the guest, the lines every Monday with cousin Sale. Cousin Sal. The other ones yeah, yeah, he does yeah. where you got like a vanity fair editor. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, Delete what, automatically. Exactly. But whenever okay. it's him and cousin Sal, or if Jacko's ever on talking about my Yankees, I'll listen to it every time. Um, and Derek makes a good point. I assume you're talking about Colin where he said in the chat he has, that Colin has nobody to work off of. Colin is at his best when he's not just talking to himself. It's when he's, he's – because Colin, no matter what people think about him, yes, he has his views, but he was always open to listening to the other side and engaging in an honest and open debate, which – Yep. Kind of funny, he doesn't yep. have that anymore. It's just all 
groupthink, and we all yep. think the same way. So they don't echo even, chamber. There's nobody. There. There's no serious kind. And like when they tried to talk about serious conversations a few weeks ago, when Harvey Weinstein and all that came out, it was just like all the comments were like, "You guys." <clears throat> do not know what you're talking about. Like everything is like, well, I'm sorry if I said this and I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. And just, well, you know this, and it's just not, it's not the same. I love Nick Scarpino. I've never Tim. I don't know. Greg. I still, I don't know. I don't know about Greg. Like still my most liked tweet ever was the one after he put out the statement about a Colin. And I said, this statement's dumb. You should have stood by him. And I got almost 3,000 likes down. They still keep coming in every once in a while. They'll pop up. Like, I loved, like, I lived and breathed kind of funny for so long. And then that happened. And I've really never gotten over it. I know a lot of people have. Um, like, I know Logan was saying in the chat how much he loves the relaunch and everything. I like parts of it. I like that they're doing the the daily video game podcast the news thing which we would do if we ever won powerball I, it would be like pti i've already got it all planned out um <clears throat> i love that but it's like there's some it's like i just don't there's there's something missing and obviously it's colin that's missing but not it's just a different that. voice not it's not even just that yeah. colin's missing it's just like it's just not it doesn't it just it's not the same i, I don't i don't know how to put it into words but it's just not the same it's basically now, and I don't even really listen much anymore, so I don't want to, I apologize if I'm incorrect here, but the way I look at it now, it's, I think this, I agree, I agree, I agree. Well, I also think this, I agree, I agree, I agree. And it's like, okay, we get it. Like, we don't need four of you. It's just, uh, it's not the same. Bottom line is it's not the same. And it's sad and things change, but. <laughs> I like that, Derek. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Again, like I love like, but the thing the is, funny thing is like, we wouldn't be here you. today just, yes. if it wasn't for kind of funny. Damn, I tried to clink. Let's do it one more it, time. There, there it is. is. Uh, we the wouldn't reason, be here. Yes. We wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for kind of funny. Yeah. Like, I didn't Colin even really get too into to kind of funny it. until we started doing this and I got into them through you. Like I'd heard of them, but I never really, I'm just not a big podcast guy in general, but I'm like, okay, well now that we're doing this, I kind of want to hear what other people have to say and whatever. But I think it's safe to say we wouldn't be doing this today if it weren't for kind of funny. And no now way. I've gotten to the point where I just, I can, I can live without it. I don't know. Yeah. Like Colin and Greg, not even before kind of funny. Like I was listening to podcasts beyond before I ever found the game over Greggy show. Cause I loved hearing Colin and Greg talk about video games. But then when they formed kind of funny and they, they, the whole thing was just, and Brian Altano talks about this a lot too. It's just, if you've got a passion, go for it, do what you love. Just do, it doesn't matter if you get thousands of downloads or if you get 10 downloads it doesn't matter you're doing what you love and all this other stuff and they inspired us to do this and that's why we've done 100 episodes of this plus let's plays and friday shows and all the other stuff but like it's and nick and derek are echoing our comments so that makes me feel good but um as much as i'm i've kind of been removed from kind of funny for the last six months or so like sean said like you you we both hit we, it's like our <laughs> wavelengths just started talking it was like we would not be sitting here 
talking to you if kind of funny did not exist 100 percent. yep amen amen all right now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast it's that time of the week sean when we play the <gasps> it's the back of the box challenge, challenge. that was pretty damn good if you didn't know good. the back box challenge is how we end the podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast what this game is is we get together and we look at the back of a retail box turn that joker around read the back of the box to the other player and we should then i'm reading comments and trying to talk at the same time read the back of the box aloud to the other player bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game where make it way too obvious then the other player what we went offline what's that i don't like that Dang it. Then the other player... (laughs) We're back online. Okay. Then the other player gets to ask some follow-up questions. We're back. (laughs) So, yeah. We went offline. If we went offline, we're back. If you're watching on video demand, you're like, what are these idiots talking about? Anyways, the other player gets to ask some follow-up questions, and they try to figure out what the back box challenge is. Never mind. They try to figure out the (laughs) game. I'm off my game now. If you're watching us now, you already know what this back of the box is. So If you don't know... Now you know. Well, you don't know. You don't know, but you should now, have I guess you know. You want me to read first? Uh, yeah. I think... Okay. Nine huge, in capital letters, warriors battle for the right to face the blank and win the supreme prize, the life that fate stole. Kick, punch, and smash through friends and foes alike, alike, in this punishing 32-player tournament. Is it a fighting game? Yes. Is it a... Did you see my screen? No. Okay. Would I think of this as an arcade game? No. So more of a console game? Yes. Post January 1st, 2000? No. Oh my! Oh my! Okay. And and Nick, to your comment, I'm not removed from them. I've just, I still watch kind of funny. I'm still subscribed and everything. Parappa, Parappa the, the rapper. rapper. I'm still subscribed and everything. It's just not as much of their stuff speaks to me anymore. I guess is what I should say. All right, so it's a fighting game. I would think of it. Okay, was this released on a console? Yes. Uh, but okay. Mm, would I okay have we played this on a console yes did we own it on a console yes Genesis yes okay nine f- oh is it deadly moves no but it's Genesis and we owned it but I would oh wait yeah you said I would think of it as an arcade game I said you would not oh it did oh. not come out in arcades. I told oh, you. okay. Then oh I missed my. Our, oh, my. <laughs> okay, so we own this. Do we own this game on Genesis? Yes. And it is not an arcade game, or we just wouldn't think it? Of was it was not an arcade game. Is it Deadly Moves? No, I already said that. <laughs> I couldn't remember what I had. This is, be- this is harder than I thought it was going to be. That's what she said. A fighting game that we own. We own. Oh. Oh. Right, 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 right. Could you kill your competitor? Yes. Using stage fatalities? Nick's got it right. Toe Jam and Earl. 
damn it, Derek's Derek. got it. Yeah. Derek got it. Eternal yes. champions. Eternal champions. Oh God! And Shout then the sequel you, was Good only job. Sega CD, right? It wasn't even. It was the same game. Oh. It was still just called Eternal Champions. They, I think, they added a couple more fighters on Sega CD, and they had it more wasn't overkills. An actual sequel? No, they had more overkills, but it was it was still Eternal Champions. All I remember is <coughs> Blade. Was that the 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 spacey black guy with the like the, he had, like, the Star thing? Trek? Yeah, <laughs> and then that Trident. Right yeah, that guy. Yeah, Trident. Yep. Who had a trident for an arm? And then I like Shadow. The- the I, girl. I like the guy that was like Dick Tracy with the trench coat and the hat. I don't oh, know he had the drive-by like stage fatality. And then there was the girl. I think it was Shadow who... Everybody had a story about how they died, yes. right? And that was like what their stage was fatality was. trying to was. get back to life, yeah. She was burned at the, was burned at the stake? Was no, that, that was Xavier. Ah, uh, yes. The wizard warlock looking guy. Shadow, I think she fell off a building... Oh, where you get electrocuted? But I think her stage fatality was you just get electrocuted on yeah, the sign. On the but sign. I think she died by falling off the building. Oh, God. Do you have that on the pie? Yeah. We should have played that we last night. Played we should have played that We totally missed but that. But I didn't. I purposely did not because I didn't want to tip you off to what my game was going to be. Oh, God. Okay. Shout now, out to Derek. Good now job, I want to play that. That's awesome. We got to say go. Sega. <laughs> I meant to say we have a fellow Sega fan. You know what is In so weird? That on the Sonic's Classic Genesis Collection, the PS3 and the 360, Eternal Champions was not on that. I know it's not a great game, but it's really the only but Sega fighting game they ever made. Exclusive I cannot believe it's Sega. Not on there. Yeah. That is crazy to me yeah, that it's not true. on there. All right. It's Blank Madness. March. No. <laughs> They're back stronger than ever, and they want revenge. With a new mysterious leader, they plan to dominate the entire world. This time, they've kidnapped Blank and his daughter, Blank. Is this a Capcom game? Uh, yes. Is it the last fight? Is it one of that series? Oh, my God. Is it the third in the series? Nope. Is it the second? Yep. Final Fight 2! How in the heck? The chat didn't even catch up. Read it again. It's Mad Gear Madness. I think maybe it was the madness. I heard mad and I thought they're mad back gear. stronger than ever and they want revenge with a new mysterious leader. They want this time they've kidnapped. See, kidnap makes me think of like an old school like Double Dragon or some kind of beat 'em up like that is what makes me think of it. They've kidnapped Genryusai. Genryusi? I don't know how you say it. Do you know who Oh you're way I have no idea. Oh. And his daughter Rena. Now Hagar must travel around the world to search for Genrai, Yusei, and Rina. But he's not going alone. Carlos and Rina's sister Maki are joining. Maki. Yada, 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 yada. Okay. Well, crap. So we had our game night last night. We were playing on the pie. Um, perfectly legal because we owned all these games at one time. And we went through Final Fight 2, and it was not good. And then we played Final Terrible. Fight 3. Also not also good. Also not good. And we also said, so if, you, if you've been with us from the beginning, we did a whole Let's Play, a whole Let's Play series. We did, we played through Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. We did Let's Plays of all of them. And our one complaint with Streets of Rage 3 is it's one of those games that is just, the difficulty is artificially yes. bumped up to the highest level just to make the game harder just because. We played Bare Knuckle 3, and it is what Streets of Rage 3 should have been. So if you don't know, Bare Knuckle is Streets of Rage. Good night, Nick. It's Streets of Rage in Japan. This is a normal 
difficulty level. It was like Streets of Rage 2 difficulty with Streets of Rage 3. Right. We still everything. had to continue a couple times. Yeah. But but it was fun. And we played through all seven stages. Right. We beat the game. It was so much fun. Uh, Streets of Rage is definitely, we can now say for sure, it's a better series than Final Fight. I would not have thought so just because I think I've only played Final Fight 1. And yeah. I assume that the sequels were better of... And or at least equal quality, good. if not better. Yeah, and they're just, they're not. They're just not. Granted, we only played them for about five minutes, but uh, I just assumed it was all Cody, Hagar, and Guy. Yeah. Not that Streets of Rage, I mean, Streets of Rage wasn't always Axel, Blaze, and Adam, but like, it's just the other Final Fight games were not what Have I a good night, Derek. Were. Thanks for being here, dude. Good night, Derek. Seriously, appreciate it, dude. Um, Yeah, I think I can say unbiased Streets of Rage better series than Final Fight. I agree. I wouldn't have thought that was true, but I just kind of assumed that it wasn't. But now that I've actually played them and played what Streets of Rage should have been, Streets of Rage Rage 3 should have been, no, Streets of Rage is better. I agree. That was fun. All right, guys, that's been episode 100, which is just in crazy, it's in crazy, incredible and crazy to say. Episode 100 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for getting us to 500 subs. Seriously, appreciate, we really appreciate it. Again, just remember, we will, we will be off for the next few weeks, other than our Justice League review and the Mario Mondays are going to continue. Uh, we'll see if we do anything after Mario 3. Um Mario three is more difficult than I remember. I know I said that earlier, sure but is. man, uh, we're gonna keep we're gonna truck through it. We got we still got to record seven and eight. We got through five and six, so you've got uh, four coming up tomorrow or a few days ago as you're watching this. If you're not watching it live, then we got five and six, and then seven and eight after that because that's how math works. So check that out. Uh, if you didn't know, we are part of the Nerd Nine Hundred One family. Shout out to Nick Shafani for being here for most of the night. We are part of the Nerd901 family, so go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Again, checks out, check out Pixels and Papers. Check out Ernie's own channel, Blurred Without Fear. He's blowing up over there. He's about to just smoke us he's when it comes take to off. subs and views. He's, he's, he's doing great out there. Seriously, search for Blurred Without Fear if you, care, if you care about comic books and comic book movies and everything else. Check him out. He's doing an awesome job. Obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at 2 player underscore co-op youtube obviously you guys are watching us on youtube thank you so much for being here if you're not subscribed yet go to youtube.com slash two player co-op hit the subscribe button hit the like button share the video with your friends and family spread the word we really appreciate it if you like audio which i know sean likes audio right sean i love audio go to you can find us on itunes soundcloud google podcast stitcher and audio services all around the globe and of course we've got a facebook page that we never update at facebook.com slash two player co-op gaming so go there and see all the stuff that we get tagged in by Nerd901, who actually does their job when we don't. Oh, you need a pen. Brittany, pen. You have a pen? Throw me a pen. I'll stall. So yeah, this has been 100 episodes. Oh, it's going to go in your eye. Bam. That should count. I should, should just, just stop right there. That should just count. Um, but yeah, this has been 100 episodes. We'll be off for a few weeks from the podcast, but when we come back, we'll be back. Okay, here it comes. And um, uh, I wasn't on camera, but we know you caught it. Still it. counts. That was awesome. So this has been a Hubbard episode of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. And until the next time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs> I tried to throw it extra high because I had the extra. 
You had the extra. You had the extra height. Let's just see with this. And yeah, not even. And boom, not even on game. <laughs> hey, episode one hundred. Thanks you guys so much for being here. Sean, do the do the snap. Thank. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> bye bye.